from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's going on? Uh, you know, short work week, short school week. Oh. How was everybody's God. long weekend? Nice? Fantastic. What'd you do more? I had a soak with my dad. And what? In his hot tub. Oh. That was fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Just you and your dad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What'd you guys talk about? We talked about the Jays game. Yeah. We talked about what he wants to do in the backyard over Christmas. I told him where he could hang some lights. Yeah. Like you guys had like a real good bonding moment. Oh, it was fantastic. Where was the rest of the family? Oh, they were inside, but Matthew was standing outside the hot tub just watching us. Excuse me? To what? <laughs> Why? Like, because he won't go in. The one time he went in, it really hurt his delicate back. Yeah. So he was sort of Wait standing a off Isn't to the side. Isn't a hot tub supposed to help somebody's back? Yeah, it did the opposite for him. So he stood fully clothed, sort of off to the side in the darkness watching. <laughs> was he, did he at least have like a drink in his hand or something? No, no, he was standing was, there with his hands in his pocket. Was he part of the conversation or was he just like st- staring? He was just staring. <laughs> so he was like a ghost. <laughs> Just like there, listening Just and watching. There, listening He's and like watching. a garden, like a gnome in the garden, right? <laughs> yeah. So hold on a second here. Wait, so, how long so, were you guys in the in the hot tub for? You oh, about forty five minutes. Okay, forty five so, minutes. So you, this is after dinner, right? Yeah. Okay, so at some point after dinner, who suggests going for a soak? You or your I dad? Did. You did. So you're like, hey, pops. Well, but I didn't bring swim trunks, so I had to borrow my brother's. Okay, fair enough. But so was everybody invited, and then it was only you and your dad, or did no you? No one else have... wanted to go in, and my dad was like, "Absolutely." Okay, cool. So you and you and your dad, you borrow swim trunks. You and your dad go in the hot tub, and then so Matthew obviously was invited. Yeah, but right? he's like, "I'll just stand off to the side." Just, so he didn't even stay in the house and socialize with everybody else. He just went outside to watch you and your dad soak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he want to stay inside with the rest of the family? I, they were watching F1 racing or whatever, like on the PVR, and he yeah. was like, I'm not in it. So he's just like, I'll go outside. And I think he thought we would talk about something he could participate in. Mm-hmm. Right. But we talked sports. Right. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you, man. He's such a big sports if, guy. If, I'll tell you, if, if I, <laughs> if two guys were about to go and soak, father and son, mm-hmm. in the hot tub, I would automatically assume there's nothing out there for me <laughs> that I get that I can participate in. Like, what is that conversation going to be? You're either going to talk about how good the water feels, right? Which I don't want to hear that. Yeah, boring. <laughs> boring. And also, how long right? is that conversation going to last? Yeah. You get in, you're like, oh, it's warm. Oh. Yeah, it's warm. Feels good. This All right, next subject. Like hot, this is why I don't like hot tubs. You go in a hot tub, and like when you're at somebody's house that has a hot tub, I swear to God. The f- like, they will talk for an hour about the hot tub, mm-hmm. where they got it, what kind of yeah, bugger it was to different install, lighting colors. how the guys had to get it through the gate, what it cost to run, the how jets. to clean it, the jets, the cover. Oh, literally all those came up. Right, of course they did. Yeah. Okay. So you're in the, you're in soaking with your dad, right? He's like, well, what color do you want? What okay. color should we put on the lights? Okay. Oh, so he's got colorful lights in the backyard. Yeah. I'm like, not red. It looks horror. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's a creeper. 
<laughs> right? Okay, so you and your dad, you, you, you guys sat and had a, had, a, had a soak and talked about sports? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did it feel like a real just like... It was the coolest like moment Like father-son moment kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. It was pretty fantastic. Ruined? Why didn't you tell Matthew to go in the house? I'd be like, man, you're ruining this for me. I'm having a moment here with my dad. Oh, I blocked him out. I've, I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Hey, it's time for Name That Quarantine. Okay, um, coming up in just a couple of minutes, the return of Name That Corn Tune. Name yes. That Corn Tune, the way that it works, is uh, can you name a legendary track but only hearing the very first line of the song? And it's actually quite difficult. And today, um, like always, it will be Mocha versus Dammit Maury. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, gentlemen, we have not done a Name That Corn Tune theme category whatever you want to call it that i feel is split directly down the middle like i'm looking at half this list and i'm yeah. like maury's gonna walk away with it like and i'm looking and, and i'm looking at the other half of this list and i'm like mocha's gonna mocha's gonna dominate it is so evenly split we are doing today on name that quarantine billboard magazines list all of these songs will be pulled from the top 100 karaoke tracks of all time. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow, we got a battle. It will be a bloodbath. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, everybody ready? Yep. Yeah. All right, hey, oh. it's time for Name That Quarantine. Welcome to Name That Quarantine. Love Woo. it. Everybody's favorite game. Mocha versus Dammit Mori. Shem is here as well. He will be the official judge and scorekeeper in case there is any sort of confusion about who buzzed in first. Uh, Shem will have the final say. Today's theme, name that quarantine, all these tracks pulled from Billboard magazine's list of the top 100 karaoke songs of all time. Amazing. Now, all you have to do is just name the artist and the song, but you only get to hear, guys, the very first line of that song, which, as we figured out in the past, is not an easy thing to do, even if the song is a legendary track. So, again, all these tracks pulled from Billboard magazine's list of the top 100 karaoke songs of all time. Mocha, if we can hear your buzzer. Damn it, Maury. Mocha, one more time. Maury. Shem, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, Mocha, give me number seven. Mocha. That is Boys to Men, uh, End of the Road. Yes. Wow. 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 Out of the gate. Wow. Come Out on, of man. the gate. Yo, I love that song. By the way, number 70 on the list of Billboard magazines. Top 100 characters. That's why I didn't get it. Number 70. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, give me number 16, please. Tell me something. Good. Damn it, Maury. Damn it. Okay, so that is Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Shallow. Correct. Oh, and I knew that one. That's number one, remember right? Remember what I said? Uh, that is actually number Man. five on the list of the top 100 karaoke songs of all time. Like I said, this this <laughs> this category, top karaoke songs of all time, evenly split I, between your knowledge and uh, and Damon Mori's knowledge. 
Okay, so uh, moving on. Number eight, please, Mocha. Have you ever met a girl uh, that Mocha. you tried to... That is uh, Bismarcky, just a friend. Correct. <laughs> oh. And at number 69 yes. on the list. You, you got, got what I need. need. You can't not sing. But, but you, you say, say he's just, just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, oh baby, baby, you. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, give me number nine, Mocha, please. Number nine. Baby, when I met you, there was nothing. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, hold on. Mocha. That is, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Islands in the Stream. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Wow. Yes. And if I'm not that mistaken, we no, you're not allowed to answer, bro. No, you I think this that. is mentioned in Roz's book. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I said, you didn't read my book, Maureen. Like, wrong book, right? Bro. Like, okay, it's uh, number. By the way, number sixty-five on the lists. Like I said, right? I don't know what book you think you read more, but it, it was, was not the chapter where Every your time... dad and your mom listen to this on vinyl. No, I never talked about that. <laughs> I yeah. never once mentioned that in the book. Also, Maury, out of the book. Yeah, <laughs> out of the book. Uh, give me number one, please, Mocha. Wake up in the morning. Uh, Mocha. That is TikTok by Kesha. Yes, wow. 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 Come Shem, on. What's the scores currently? It's currently four to one for Mocha. Okay. Uh, Mo- Mocha, give me number 12, please. Step inside. Walk this way. Oh, uh, that is, um, oh my God. Mocha, by the way. Def Leppard, uh, You Give Love a Bad Name? Incorrect. Oh. Damn it, Maury, for the oh, steal. Wait. Oh, wait, no. Def Leppard, Islands in the Stream. <laughs> wow, wow. No, that is Def Leppard. <laughs> Pour some sugar Pour, on me, that's gentlemen. That's it. Oh, you know what? And I do know this song. I know. Some sugar on me. Uh, moving on to number 10, please, Mocha. Maury. Madonna, like a prayer. Correct. Okay, the score, Shem? It is four to two for Mocha. Two. Oh my God, split down the middle. Yeah, because you have half his score. on my knees, I want to take you there. Wow, that is one of the worst voices I have legitimately ever heard. Yeah, bro, you should never uh, go to karaoke. Uh, number 13, which is number 32 on Billboard's list of the top karaoke songs of all time, please. Maury. Journey and small, Journey and, um, oh my God, just a small town girl Five, living in a lonely four, world. Three. Oh, it's two. Oh, oh my God. One. I, Mocha oh. for the steal. Journey, don't stop believing. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Don't stop believing. Wow. Come wow. on. Okay. Guys. I got, we got one more. Uh, okay. Maury, I don't think you okay. can win here. Oh, you're just tiebreaker. Okay, but uh, but let's see, because we have to do this one, <laughs> which this song, it came in at number one on Billboard's list of the top 100 karaoke songs of all time. Mocha, give me number 18, please. Maury. Uh, Shania Twain, Feel Like a Woman. Incorrect. Mocha. That is Shania Twain. Oh, my God. Uh Okay, boys. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Shania Twain. Three, uh, five. She, I am on the. I got the clock in front of me, Maury. What does it matter with you? That is uh, five. Oh my God, Shania Twain! Four, I'm so sorry, girl. Three. That is um two. Oh, 
One. Oh, what is it? It's Shania Twain. Man, I feel like oh, a woman. Oh, come Sham, the final score was... Mocha wins 5-2. Five to two. Five to two. That is how you play Name That Quarantine. Sorry, Shania. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello, Emily. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Great. How are you guys? Good. What's going on? I have a bone to pick with Roz. Oh, what do I do now? <laughs> awesome. Go for it. You, got, you know what? No time constraints. I'm just going to clear out everything else on the schedule. You take your time, oh, no. Emily. If there's even more that you need to get off your chair, is this like a vented moment, actually? Yeah, actually uh, it oh. is. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's get into it okay. then. Vented moments. Emily joins us. Uh, and you, you have a vented moment about Roz. Go. I was at your book signing, and I was like the last one of the last people there and you didn't even talk to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah how rude right i waited so long to meet you and we talked over dms and everything and then nothing what what do you mean i didn't talk to you good enough for the dms but not face to face i did like i did i say hi no (laughs) there's no way i said something to every single person at that book signing there's no way i ignored you you did and then i said oh you i said you thought that nobody would uh, would show up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, and then laughed and then took the next person. But that was it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And how long did you wait for? Uh, two and a half hours. Uh, two and a half God, hours. Sorry. Wow. How do you feel about that, Emily? <laughs> I was kind of bummed, but, I mean, I understood. Like, I was just going to slip you a slider because it looked like you needed one. Oh, but... my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you bring booze with you? <laughs> I did, but it didn't go too well. And oh. I thought... I'm just gonna Stop leave it, it in my bag. Come on, <laughs> Emily, man. with the cider that got away. Right? You know, listen. I am. I. I have nothing because I'm so sorry. I was. <laughs> I tried my hardest to like be cool with every single person. I'm just razzing you. I, I love know, you to death. I know. And your damn book put me in therapy. So it put you in therapy. Jeez. Yes. Oh. Wow. Man. Okay. It's probably a good thing. Oh. Okay. Oh, you mean like? Do you mean God. like it encouraged you to go to therapy? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. okay. Not like the contents of the stories <laughs> that he was telling affected you so much I'm, I'm, that you now need therapy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, don't just don't write an Amazon review, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I got a good score going. I don't need you uh, up in there. Emily, now that you got that off your chest, you feel a little bit better? I I do, but my butt's still sore, Roz. From what? <laughs> the tattoo. What tattoo did you get? Um, the the part of the back part of your book was it had it done in your in your uh in your writing right wait what you are not your mistakes oh wow yeah so i had to take a couple days off of work because i couldn't sit in my truck and drive so so you got a part from my book tattooed on you as well yeah oh i can't show you because it's It's on your it's on your butt cheek which butt cheek (laughs) the left like did it hurt did it hurt uh yeah it was pretty tender yeah how big is it my very very first tattoo too the tattoo not your butt (laughs) (laughs) 
Would you like to know? Is it like, is it like, can you, like, is it sizable? Like, can you read it? Like, yeah. yeah? Wow. Yeah. Well, Liz, I, I can't thank you. Uh, I can't thank you enough. The last thing I thought was that people were going to start getting quotes from my book tattooed on them. Um, this is like, it's the greatest thing in the world. Uh, and I feel terrible that I didn't give you the moment that you deserved. And I will promise at some point I will make this up to you. It is okay. You know, your book is the greatest thing in the world. So oh, thank you. Honestly, I, I've reread several parts of it. I've annotated it. I've your dog eared the pages. It's it's great. Wow. It's wonderful. Aww. Wow. Thank you so much. You're the best. We appreciate you, Emily. Love you lots. <laughs> Love you too. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Courtney, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How are you today? I'm good, how are you? We're doing good. Why are you reaching out to us for Fix My Life? Um, I'm just really tired of being so tired all the time and I need tips. Yeah, you wrote it says, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I need help on how to deal with the mental load of teaching... And being a single mom, I find I'm always on at work. And by the time I get home, I don't have the energy or mental capacity I want to spend quality time with my daughter. She is noticing it, too. How old is your daughter? Uh, Five. In what way is she noticing it? Um, It's just a lot of, like, we'll come home and she'll want to play. And I'm just so tired or I have to make lunches and, you know, make dinner and marking or planning and she's told me multiple times we don't have enough time together oh yo i get that i get that courtney i'm not in your shoes but like it's been you know my son is five now and we've had uh we still now like have the same kind of discussions or the comments that come through like it'll be after dinner and the kitchen's a mess and jenna and i are both kind of tackling different things at the same time and he'll be like can somebody like can you come play with me or do you want to build lego or something like that right Mm -hmm. i'm like oh man like dude i really want to but the kitchen needs to be cleaned right that's it or like the food needs to be put away and packed away in the fridge you know what i mean yeah and i'm like you need a lunch for school tomorrow like yes yeah I have to do it. Yeah. I know. The, it's super tough. The, the rea- the, I, everybody goes through this. And I don't mean to sort of generalize or rationalize or anything the way that you're feeling. Because the way you're feeling is 100% accurate. Um, but you are not alone. I went through that same thing that you guys did when, when Rox was little. And I, I just had to keep telling myself over and over and over again, right? I'm like, this five minutes... Because really, that's all the kid was ever asking for, right? They want you to get down on the floor and play with them for like five minutes. Have yeah. a laugh, roll around, whatever, make a joke. And I'm always like, I was, I always felt so busy, like you were overwhelmed. And, and yeah, the kitchen or you haven't replied to emails. And you have all this stuff just like stacked on your shoulders, okay? And I always had to just like in those moments when Rox was like, hey, can you come play with me? And every time I was about to say no, I would just force myself to say yes. Mm. Right. And it didn't matter what I what else I didn't do, because the other things that I didn't do, I was going to do eventually. Right. The kitchen is still going to be a mess when I finish playing. And you know what? I'm going to clean it when I'm done. But it was those moments. And I tried to always, always just be aware of five minutes. Right. Like, that's it. Because even if you say to a kid, hey, listen, of course, I'm going to play Lego with you. But just so you know, it's got to be a quick one because I got like this thing and the kid's going to be like, awesome. Right. And then you get up and you're like, I got to go do this thing now. I'll come back and play with you after. But it's just I tried so hard and it is so hard 
I just tried so hard to just never say no in those situations, especially when I chose an email over Lego or I chose the kitchen. I chose the kitchen over Nerf guns or I chose something else that meant really nothing um, over something that, you know, would have made my kid happy for five minutes. And I, I force myself to say yes. I force myself to say yes. I know. Yo, Courtney, it's I feel hard. the exact yeah. same guilt every single every day. day. And there's two yeah. of us in the house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's Jenna and I with Cruz at home. So I can only imagine uh, the emotional strain it takes on you being a single mom when on top of your work day and you get home, you still have, like, stuff for your following work day that needs to get done. So how do you, yeah, so how do you deal with all of that? Like what time, what time does your, does your kid go to bed? Um, she usually goes to bed like around eight. Yeah. And then what do you um, do from I, 8 p.m. onwards until you go to bed? Uh, honestly, I go to bed because I'm so mm. just emotionally exhausted just from the day because yeah. like I teach middle school, so they come with their own set of problems mm-hmm. and we're also you know, helping those kids with the stuff they're going through. And that can be emotionally and mentally taxing as well. I will say you got to leave the house every day and, you know, you you got to go tear things up, right? Yeah. And, but you have to save your best for the people that matter the most. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's where the struggle is. Yeah. And, 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 and oftentimes when job, like sort of the overwhelming feelings that you get from, from a job, it's not necessarily what it is you do. Oftentimes the overwhelming feelings come from lack of control at work. Yeah. And and sort of lack of direction. And, you know, you, you, you walk into this whirlwind every day and you are, it's triage. You are just like managing, you know, conflict and managing, like all of this stuff all day long. And you don't have a lot of control over that. Like you're very like reactive. And I think that you need to figure out the things in your life that you can't control. And one of those things that you can control is making sure that your kid is f- happy for five minutes a day. Yeah. Right. And 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 yeah. I th- and I think that that is something that is well within your ability, regardless of how stressed out and how exhausted you are. So yeah. you just I think you just you know maybe need to start looking at things a little bit differently and and figuring out what your actual choices are and what you have control over and and how your kid sees you is definitely something that you have full control over. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if any of that helps. Yeah, it's tough. Courtney. No, it does. It, it's one of those. It's like, I know, but I also just need to hear it as well because yeah. it's just like, as te- like you go into teaching for a reason. Yeah. So it's just, we put so much into the job. Of course. Right. And then to come home and then I'm like, oh, shoot. Ugh. Like, and also, I have and a kid too. And also you got a beautiful little one at home and you got to go and smell what a middle school smells like all day. <laughs> honestly, right? honestly, yeah, it's just a mix of Axe body spray and Ugh, like, and, BO <laughs> and bum and like yeah. all that other stuff. Right. Like it's not fun. <laughs> no, you go to war yeah. every day. I yeah. get it. I get you know, it. It was only up to a few years ago that I stopped using Axe body spray. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll just tell the middle schoolers it's their problem. There you go. <laughs> really it is. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Love you lots, okay. Courtney. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Right. Woo, cannot wait. Black Adam in theaters next Friday. Next Friday. So new good. pants and everything. And it's like The Rock is out here not dropping spoilers, but like The Rock is out here riding that line 
of spoilers. Like you know how I like I spoil my own book. Mm-hmm. Like if you know what the Rock is talking about, it's mm-hmm. it's it, when you listen to this clip of him talking to Fallon, it's yeah. like the Rock is like almost spoiling his own movie. Mm. So it's Fallon and the Rock sort of like being cagey about the after credit scene and like they start going into it and i think that like they're both I think he gonna... learned about spoilers from you maybe he watched the videos Bro, like this is I'm, a good idea i'm telling you like he goes he goes far like he goes far i don't even know do you want to hear this i watched a movie already oh you did yeah oh okay so you know you know okay so here is the you okay so you having seen the movie mm-hmm. you tell me if the rock goes too far in saying what the rock said it pays off. It's so good. And then we all stayed to watch the credits. And you're going, is there going to be a post-credits scene? And, of course, no spoilers here. Let's just say something happens. That's a spoiler. And people are going to freak out. Let's just... People are going to freak out. And fans have been kind of asking this for a long time. And I heard that you had a lot of responsibility for making what happens happen. So when you guys see the movie, you see Black Adam, what you're going to see, like I said, I, I, I said, we want to build out the DC universe, introduce Black Adam, introduce other characters mm-hmm. um, as well in the JSA. Mm-hmm. I have been saying this is a new era in the DC universe that I love, that we yeah. love. It's a new era. <laughs> yes, we're going to introduce new characters, <clears throat> but also the new era means I listen to the fans. You've got to listen to the fans. And for a very long time, for years, you guys know, uh, fans have been screaming. They've been uh, upset. Like, hey, we established Black Adam as the most powerful and unstoppable force on this planet. The most powerful and unstoppable force in the entire universe has been on the sidelines for too long. So myself, Seven Bucks, Danny Garcia, Hiram Garcia, we, um, we fought and we weren't going to take no for an answer. We were going to deliver it to the, to the fans. And then at the end, um, yeah. welcome t- home. Okay. Right? Too far. These guys too far ruined Black Adam. You think so, eh? No, okay. No, 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 no. Not ruined. That's yeah. the wrong. But they did. I think they gave too much information. Because we. No. Can like, I say, if there's something that happened, I like getting a heads up in case you, you need to, you know, rush out to get to the parking lot quickly, right? Sure. I like being told. Yes, but do you like being told specifics? Because he was no. really specific. Like, he, he said it. Like, he said, Black Adam is the unstoppable force he on gave, Earth. He gave, he gave away the answer. Yes, and right. so they, they introduced the most unstoppable force in the universe. They, and they, in that world, that there is only one answer is? to no, that. I don't know, because I don't know. I know, I know, but that's fine for you. What I'm saying is that for fans... Yes. They may have well have just said what it was. Right? They may have well just said what that uh, what that spoiler yeah. is. Can you whisper? No. 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 Yeah. I have to Google. I don't know. Yeah. But um, don't say yeah. anything though, Maury. No. But he and went far though, right? I, like, I, I but I think, think that that helps sell the movie. I really of do. Of course. Of course. I think that you have a you have people that are going uh, to see the movie anyway, and then you have some people that may be on the fence, whether because it's Dwayne Johnson or whether because it's like, oh my god, another superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But when you when you reveal this sort of detail, I think that you get a lot of people who might have been on the fence who are like, okay, okay, oh. okay, I'll check this out. Yeah, I'll check this out. But I agree. They went a little bit too far. But you'll have to wait until next Friday because that is when Black Adam is in theaters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Hey, Maury, do me a favor. Go to Perlio right now. Have you seen this? What the heck is a Perlio? Perlio, P-U-R-R-L-I-O. Apparently, it's a website. I just need to see if it's real or if it, like, redirects you somewhere. Wait, then why am I oh, doing Nefarious. <laughs> because your computer is garbage anyway. So if somebody's going to test out a website on the show, it needs to be you. Mm-hmm. Just let me know if it's a real website. It's real. It's real? So apparently, Perlio is a website where it, it plays cat purring sounds in case you're stressed. Oh. So it'll allow you to sort of, I guess it's like ASMR, but only with cat purrs, right? Something like that. I imagine right. it's something like that. Like I love. You can have a sleepy cat. You can have a Yeah, cat. like I I love, 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 love. Um, because uh, I have four cats, right? And every every now and then you get all four going at the same time. That was going to be my question. Yeah, if they all rare. Do, yeah, rare. Does yeah. it now? Do they all do it at the same time because it just so happens that they're doing it at the same time, or does one start and then the rest are like, you know what, I'm into it too? And then no, they all oh no, start. no, you have to get their motors running, right? Mm. Like you rub them. Right, gotcha. so like you go from cat to cat to cat, and then one of them has a real loud purr, and then one of them has a tiny little purr, and then play like a piano. All, yeah, they all have different. They all have different purrs. You know, like when people used to go on like a, a, a star search, and they used to play those glasses yeah, where yeah, you rub yeah, the yeah. tops of the glasses. That's uh-huh. what it's like. They all have a different tone. Okay, right. But uh, here's a little bit of the website. terrifying guys you think so oh no to me this is the greatest sound in the world when a cat that is a cow a cow no it's not a cow purr sorry a cat i'd rather hear a cow purr that's a cat purring yes yeah i guess they just like put a mic they just like find cats that purr real loud and then they put microphones like no right this up is close terrifying you don't like that sound no. really oh i love it no this I is some like conjuring stuff like baba no, gonna show not. up don't Ruin cat purrs? No, this is terrifying, dude. That's not terrifying. That's so sweet. That's the best sound in the world, man. No, this is like the haunting of Hill House. No, you're crazy. Right before a big you're jump scare. You're crazy, bro. Like when a cat oh, crawls up on sir. your chest and then they they nuzzle their head underneath your chin, and then this is what you hear. I am out immediately. Like I am. I am. First of all, the happiest I've been. Ever in that moment. By the, this, by the way, on the website, you could set yeah. how sleepy or how happy you want the cat. There's a cat, there's a yeah. meter, or how relaxed or, or, or happy, like really? overjoyed. Yeah. There's like a meter you Hold can on. choose. What, Would it from, help, Mocha, if you, if maybe, because I think maybe what's happening with you right now is you're visualizing, right? I mm-hmm. think that maybe if you saw a cat that was. Oh, maybe. That like was right purring. now, I'm picturing, you know, Slenderman slowly but I, but walking I'm, towards But I'm me. telling you what it is, that it's not Slenderman, that it's an actual cat. What the hell's that website called, Maury? You Perling. just literally I know, said it. I know, you know. P-U-R-R-L-I dot com. L-I? Yeah. Perly. Oh, my bad. I don't know, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, you can. Hold on now. There's like a meter. So you can do. This is right before the girl from the ring snatches you up. Here, turn my computer up for a second. Shut up with the seven days, Maury. Stop ruining cat purrs, you guys. Okay, hold on That's here. That's the sound of the okay. upside down. Okay, right hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me find a good one here. So I want my cat to be sleepy. Yes, mm. sleepy. Do you want steady or lively? Let's do steady. Lively. 
uh, per out or per in. Oh, interesting. Let's do per out. Relaxed or overjoyed? Let's do relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, close or distant? Let's go very close. Mm-hmm. And let's do uh, let's do this. Okay, hold on here now. Do I have to play? How do I play, Maureen? It's automatically going. Oh, so oh. At the very top, set the timer to one minute. Oh, oh, oh. How do I do that? Or you can do five minutes. So it's a five-minute <gasps> This is okay. right before Vecna causes you to Shut float in the even, air and then even. all your limbs start twisting the no, opposite no, no, way. No. Now ah! Oh. oh, come on now. No, let's go What's back to prank. I don't want the meow. Hold on. Okay. Shh. Make Just it more wait. overjoyed. Overjoyed. Hold on here. I'm going to get you, Mocha. Don't do I'm going to find a cat purr that, that tickles you. Don't you worry. Oh, here we go. Okay. It doesn't take me away like the mind Overjoyed. By the way, there's a website that lets you just listen to cat purrs. It's called purly.com. P-U-R-R-L-I.com. Okay. Happy. Happy. Is that better? Is that better for you or no? You still don't like it? No. You don't like this? What's the matter with you? I can't believe. How long have we been doing the show together? Too long. How does this offend you? You I, think that this sounds like death? Bro, I never said it offended bro. me. I just said I don't like it. No. I know, but how do you not like it, though? Like, I understand being indifferent to a cat purr. Yeah. How do you not like a cat purr? No, I like cat purrs. Not this one, though. What's wrong with this one? Just, I don't know. It sounds you know like what? scary. I, I shouldn't have brought this up because this thing is supposed to relax you. I've never been more stressed out in the last two weeks. <laughs> Can I tell you the one that you I know said? What I mean? You know what I mean? I've never been more stressed out. Never been more stressed you out. You should listen to Mark Capron, bro. You shut it. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. People once again up in arms. Uh, House of the Dragon, episode 8, aired last, uh, uh, not last night, sorry. Aired on Sunday night. Yes. But we weren't here yesterday, Thanksgiving long weekend. Mm. It should come with a warning, do not watch after Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, really? Gory this time around? No, it just, it's just, after you eat turkey, it's just hard to stay awake during oh, that show, it's gosh. so dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are the episodes all, like, consistent, an hour, or are they just, like, an hour plus? An hour nights? plus. Hour plus, wow, really? Mm. Uh, so Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew, this has been a big hit on the Raza Mocha show this season, have been um, watching and recapping all the episodes. And what's so entertaining is the fact that neither of them have watched, like, Game of Thrones. They're not, like, no thrown hardcores. Do you feel that you... That there's things you're missing out on because you didn't watch Game of Thrones, like you don't understand, no. like you you were sort of like you wish you understood that world a little bit more. No, we're no, good. Thank you're you. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you missed episode eight, here are the damage. All right. Are we done? Dying. Yes. Okay. Great. So it's been, I guess they did another unannounced time jump of six years. Yet again. I don't know how anybody can keep up with the show. But there's a whole new cast. I also noticed that I think I saw new symbols in the intro. Like, mm. either I missed them before all these other episodes, or are, were there new gold symbols, like different symbols, you know, with the blood running through the stone? I noticed, like, yeah, different symbols that maybe I'd never noticed before. Mm. And a whole new set of cast, a whole new cast, except Damon's the same guy, and he's the one that doesn't age. So, wait, the king's not dead. He's on his deathbed with an eye patch, and he looks frail. 
but it doesn't look like the king. That is the king, just older. But it doesn't look like him. Because you're not seeing the bleach blonde horrible wig. I have never <laughs> seen a longer death on a show in my entire life. Six years has passed and he's still dying. It's only been six years. He was already old, you know, and now he's... Why is he not in their castle? I don't know where the hell he is. It's so dark. I have no idea where they are. I'm going to scandal with the tea lady. With the servant or... The tea master. In which she was in charge of the tea. Bringing the tea. But I think she put alcohol instead. So we're talking about the king's tea. They're all thinking that... Because I guess Damon smelled it and there was something in it. Like arsenic or booze or something. I think it was alcohol. Like booze. Yeah. So they gave the tea master money to go away, but then they made her drink the tea, I guess, to prove it? I guess. So, and somehow <laughs> the king on his deathbed got no word idea. that no they idea. were, I guess, changing no idea. who they no. were, who was going to take over the throne, so he mustered up strength to walk in. I thought he called this meeting. I thought he said he wanted to have a dinner or a meeting or something, and then, yeah. But then he showed up literally looking like the Phantom of the Opera with a... <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is <laughs> He wore a half-face gold mask and looked exactly like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. And was defending his decision on who would take over the throne. The King of Larian was mad because he did not agree with the decision because he called Rhiannon a... Hello, but that's not the shocking part. The shocking what? part what? is what Damon did. Damon just cut that guy's head off. He said he could keep his tongue. <laughs> well, did you see the insides? Like there was like the what? esophagus still hanging what? out. Oh. And then we cut to a dinner where they carry the king in in a chair and he announces that his grandchildren get to marry their cousins. And I don't think I can eat again for a long time after the king took his mask off. Okay, describe what you saw. Craters of like holes of blood and like, I don't know what that was. Literally, like, put the gold mask back on, please. He was missing an eye. Let's not talk about it. I get nauseous. Thank you. <laughs> and with what could be the king's final moments on. on his deathbed, what did it that he said to his wife? <sighs> My love. And in a mediocre episode of death, despair, and incestual marriage, we end with... I don't know, man. Like, as much as I love the weekly recaps of yep. House of the Dragon, yep. like, uh, is it fair to say, like, are am I just as confused with this season, listening to the Damnits, as I would be if I watched the show on probably, a weekly basis? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. But I'm loving this. I'm loving the show so far. I haven't seen one frame. <laughs> I'm only watching the show through the Damn It's Recaps, and I am loving it. Well, there you go. That is uh, episode eight recap of House of the Dragon. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Did you watch the trailer that Selena Gomez released yesterday for her documentary coming out on Apple TV Plus? No. It's called. I watch a cooking show. It's called My Mind and Me. Okay. November 4th. What's it about? It's sad, man. Is it? It's really sad. And like, we know all the struggles that Selena Gomez has gone through. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, With her bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. and depression and anxiety and all the stuff she went through. Dealing Um, with just the worst people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And lupus and like everything right yeah. man i watched this trailer and you just 
my heart breaks for this really, girl. Huh? For as great as a, 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 or you would think that she is, and like the wonderful job she did on the two seasons of Only Murders in the Building as mm-hmm. Mabel, right? Just killed it on those shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, this documentary, she's releasing a new song too, by the way, I guess to coincide um, with the release of documentary. She hasn't said, she hasn't announced the title of the song or the exact date that it's being released. Mm-hmm. I assume it might be called the same thing as the, the trailer, My Minded Me. But uh, listen to this. Just be who you are, Selena. No one cares about what you're doing. It's about who I am. Being okay with where I am. I am grateful to be alive. Selena Gomez was diagnosed with lupus, depression, and anxiety. She had a mental breakdown. Let me make a promise. I am going to stop living like this. How do I learn how to breathe my own breath again? Anybody saw what I saw, they wouldn't have recognized her. Like my whole life since I was a kid, I've been working. I don't want to be like super famous. But I do know that if I'm here, I have to use that for good. What's holding me back from doing it? That I'm not good enough. That's something that I felt a lot of growing up. In this life, you have to show people empathy, have a chance to give people more than what you receive. What makes me happy is connection, and it helps me get out of my head. Do you know who this is? Yes, she's real. Mommy went to school with her. Clearly, I'm still here to use whatever I have to help someone else. Man, like the trailer is beautiful. By the way, that's uh, for Selena Gomez's documentary called My Mind and Me on Apple TV Plus on uh, November 4th. The person who directed and produced it is the Mm. same person that did Truth or Dare from Madonna back in 91. Really? Yeah. Who was that? They're super famous though, right? Uh, Alec... Kashishian. Yeah, I think really, that's huh? how you pronounce the last name. Um, but the same person that did the uh, Madonna Truth or Dare. Yeah, it's interesting because you can you, you you start to sort of understand that people can you were never able to be multiple. I don't want to say multiple people, but you were never allowed to show all your sides. Multiple versions of yourself. Yeah, and I, and I think that the 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 sort of great place we are in the world right now is you know people like Selena Gomez can you don't you don't just have to be the pop star anymore. You don't just because it, it used to be seen as being detrimental mm-hmm. to uh, the the money that you were making for everybody else in your organization. If you step too far out of your lane, you were jeopardizing paychecks. And I think that it's it's beautiful that. Uh, we're in a place now where Selena Gomez can be hysterical on, you know, Only Murders, and she can release great pop songs. But she can also do this, and mm. and it's it's a whole individual. Like I'm, I'm just so glad that we get to see, you know, all the different parts as confident as every other part that she has. Right? Yeah. It's awesome. So if you're into it, a new Selena Gomez documentary, My Mind and Me on Apple TV Plus, November fourth. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Sharon, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I am great. <laughs> um, Sharon is on the phone, Roz, because she has read your book, oh, wonderful. your memoir, you. a little bit it. broken, and she yes. actually has a question for you. Yes, I'm reading the book right now, and it's a wonderful, fantastic read, by the way. Thank you. Like, I laughed, I've cried. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sharon, how far into the book are you? I'm on page 60. I'm actually oh, doing wow. it really oh, okay, slowly. Okay. I don't want to rush it. 
Okay, no problem. Because I was yeah. going to say I am like almost finished the book, so no spoilers, but you're like still way earlier in the book. Yeah. So yeah. it's okay to talk about. Yeah. Um, so okay. what's your question? My one burning question is Roz talks about a guy named Carlos Ferrari mm. on page 51. Right. Um, I won't spoil anything, but um, do we know if Carlos has read this book already? <laughs> and um, has anyone told Roz if they've tried to find this guy on social media and cuss him out for Roz or anything? Uh, listen, I, that is the last thing I want. Okay? Um, I don't it, want people tracking down Carlos Ferrari. So if, the, this, if you've listened to the Roz Amoga show long enough, yeah. you would have heard the story because you've talked about Carlos Ferrari on the show uh, <laughs> multiple times, times, right? Too many times. And then he made it into the book. Uh, no, so this was somebody when I was like, I don't even know how old I was, maybe like 12 or something like that. I had a, I had a girlfriend. And uh, she left me for this kid who lived across the street who was older than me uh, named Carlos Ferrari. And I never forgot him because it just pissed me off. (laughs) So it was like the first time like I really sort of like had my heart broken where Uh. somebody just straight up like ditched me. Right. And and Uh. and, but the problem was that we all lived in the same neighborhood. Right. And and, and they went to Catholic school Mm -hmm. and I went to like the public school. Yeah. Catholic girls. Um, they went to the Catholic school and then, and so did he. Right. And then, so what happened was, is that I didn't even have any interaction with this guy at all. I only ever saw him with my then girlfriend leaving for school in the morning. Like they would leave for school after she dumped oh. me, I would go one way and they would go the other way. Together. Right? Like, yeah. Together. Like oh, it was just, no. and he was like, and he was like a senior yeah. in high school Much and she cooler. was not cool. Right. <laughs> no, not so cool. So do you know if Carlos no. Ferrari, like, has anyone, no, like, from no your idea. past reach out being like, yo, Carlos Ferrari read the book? Bro, Carlos Ferrari would probably be, by now, like, like 52 or 3 or something oh, yeah? like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I hope to God they're not married. <laughs> um, uh, but, yes, no, so I left. That's one of the only names, like, real names that I used uh, that I used in the book because I thought it would be funny to just sort of continue that because we've talked so much on this show about that son of a Carlos Ferrari. <laughs> I have a question though. Um, has anyone else that you've written about in the book mm-hmm. reached out to you? No. I no. mean, people who know that it's them have. No, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, it, no, there, there's a, there's this super weird thing happened, right? So I write in one part of the book, I talk about when I was living in New York when I was interning for Howard Stern. And that was 1994, mm-hmm. right? And. Um, I got a message like, you know, when you get message requests on Uh Facebook that you just don't check. So it it was when we had done the announcement of the, of the book back in April. And then I got this message that I checked way late, like only maybe one or two months ago. And it was from the woman who hired me for that internship that I hadn't spoken to since 1994, but somehow she found me and and she wrote me being like, congratulations on the book. She was like, I I hope that there's stuff in there about when you were at the Howard Stern show. And I wrote her back and I was like, dude, I'm like, not only, but I'm like, you're in the book. Yeah. And she was like, what? So she reached out, which was amazing that she even remembered me because that was so long ago. So she reached out not even having read it yet, but like uh, which no was one really great. That you um, used to work with that you talked about in the book or no. like any of the women that you talk about in the book no. from your past, like no. they've never or haven't reached out just no. yet? No. 
Wow, interesting. No, no. and I don't, and to be honest with you, I don't know, because you don't know how impactful you were in somebody else's life. Uh-huh. Like, you could have somebody in your life who comes in and shakes it up over, you know, a six-month period or something like that, and you remember that very well because it was super impactful to you. I don't know how impactful I was in their lives. Sure. Right? So I don't even know if it would register to them. I don't even know if they would realize what I looked like all yeah. these years That's later. That's why Carlos right? don't care about you, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon, enjoy the read. Thank you so much for reaching out. We uh, we appreciate you. All right. Thank you, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We have not done um, shower thoughts in a really long time. I think it's almost to the point of where you have to remind people what shower thoughts we are. We haven't done it this year. Haven't we? No. No, come on. We've not done it this year. Shower thoughts has not happened in 2022. It has not happened in 2022. Oh, my what? God. Uh, now, it's either just nobody's like, thinking or nobody's showering. The... <laughs> Uh, it's just like straight up the randomness <laughs> that you think about stuff that makes sense at the time, yes. but it's just straight up dumb. These are the things when you get into your own head, you think about and they just make sense to you. All right. And I have a, a bunch to share with you guys. Um, the first half of your life is people telling you not to do drugs. The second half of your life is people is people telling you about drugs you need to take. <laughs> That's so true. We're lucky that cutting hair doesn't hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2022 and bike seats are still uncomfortable as hell. <laughs> yeah. Somebody probably got their tattoo messed up by an earthquake. <laughs> 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 Dr. Seuss was seriously lucky to live in a day and age without autocorrect. <laughs> the Joker is never in jail long enough for his makeup to come off. True. <laughs> Ice cream has probably bent more spoons than any other food. <laughs> uh, Drano is a laxative for your house. Oh, my God, I love that one. Oh. So much about weight loss slash weight gain is how much the seatbelt gets caught under your gut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Standing ovation. Alexa unintentionally trains you to have a more authoritative voice. <laughs> and finally, shower thoughts. Light bulbs were such a good idea that they became the symbol for a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Jennifer, how's it going? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, good, thank you. Um, Why don't you let everyone know why you're joining us on Fix My Life? So I feel like I have too many friends... Uh, yeah, I know that sounds crazy. Okay. Oh, God. Jennifer, Here you wrote this. Uh, Ms. Popular. Rosamoke Fix My Life. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I have too many friends, but I feel it is consuming me and taking over my personal life and family life, always having to reach out to so many friends. So my question mm-hmm. is, do you think I should cut down my social circle? What do you mean that you are always having to reach out to your friends? So I feel like over the years, I have gained so many friends, Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I put more effort in than some of them, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I always just have to reach out to make sure that everybody is okay, but I don't get it reciprocated all the time. 
Why do you um, feel like you're responsible for that? Like, why is that on your shoulders? Um, honestly, I have no idea. I feel like I've kind of always been like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe to not get the slack of maybe them reaching out to me saying, oh, we haven't talked for so long. Why don't you ever message me or anything mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, you yeah. you've surrounded yourself with people that are not very close, but yet you are extremely worried about what they think about you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. If you are the only one who's sort of like always checking in on somebody and doing that thing where you feel like you need to reach out to mm-hmm. maintain whatever that is, it certainly doesn't sound like a close friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what's going to happen is you're like, okay, I'm just going to stop doing that because one, it's a pain in the ass. And two, I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel great because it's not reciprocated. Um, I think you can just let that go. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you care about them more than they care about you. Yeah, and so there's a few friends that are like that. Um, the other ones I know are, like, strong, and I've known them forever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's a few. And I feel like it just consumes my personal life and my yeah. family life. Um, and you know yeah, what? Maybe not... it's not even the fact that they don't care about you. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. that as you get older and your life gets busier and mm-hmm. more consumed with other things, their lives are also getting busier and are consumed with other things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And mm-hmm. women, women sort of, there's a huge difference in the dynamic in women's friendships than men's friendships, right? Like mm-hmm. women have other women in their lives that they don't really particularly like, but they feel that they have to maintain this thing with them, right? Mm-hmm. Like no guy looks at their wife and goes, oh, I got to go out tonight. See Tom, you know, you know what I mean, right? Like, and then and then you go, well, why are you going if you don't want to go? And they look at you and go, oh, you don't understand. If I don't go, it's going to be a whole thing, right? Like guys don't do that, right? Like women do that, and I think yeah. that you just worry so much about what people think about you in these friend circles. But I don't know if that actually exists. I think that people are so consumed with themselves that I don't think that they're sitting around thinking about you the way you think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Be friends with people who make you feel good about you. You know, mm-hmm. be- and there's nothing wrong with like checking in with them like every now and then just like simply just shoot them a text. Hey, thinking about you today. Hope, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everything is good type of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. But, but if you maybe not all the time, but, but if you don't get that back from them, like if they don't send yeah. you, then don't do it. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Just stop. The hard thing with cutting down a friend group, right, is that when you are cutting somebody like out of your life, but they're part of a broader circle. Right. So when they get together without you and Mm -hmm. they're like, hey, if you heard from Jennifer and somebody's like, yeah, man, we text all the time. And then this person's like, oh, my God, I haven't heard from her in like six months. That's when things start to get tricky, right? Because you look Mm -hmm. like you're you're icing somebody out. But as long as you don't have those sort of dynamics to deal with, I say just back off. Yeah, I don't have those dynamics. No, then you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. I think you just you have this need to sort of, you, you know, you don't have to be liked by everyone Mm -hmm. right you really don't pick the people who you want to take through life with you right Mm -hmm. and that's your team you know you got to build your team and every now and then on a team you know you got to cut people Mm -hmm. easy stuff jennifer you can do this (laughs) thank you all right girl you have a wicked wicked day thank you so much for reaching out all right thank you bras and mochas fix my life on kiss My phone has been garbage lately. Has anybody else's phone been garbage lately? I can't get a signal for the life of me. Bro, did you go over your data? What do you mean? Did you go over your data? I don't know. How do you find that out?
On the website? What website? The Rogers site. Like, go through your account, Bro, man. you have to understand something, okay? You don't know technology. No, 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 no. Because no. I went through, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I've been going through the exact same thing. My next rollover date is on, I think, Thursday, okay. where everything resets. Because my phone has been slow as hell okay. as well. Let so why don't you just set it to Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi oh, yeah, why don't house. you go Wi-Fi here? Uh, listen. Or at home. I, okay. And here. Who has the time for that? It well, does it automatically. Button, oh, you said God. it once and you forget it. You have to understand something, okay? I'm going to say something very relatable right now. Okay. Okay? If anything, I'm a lot of things, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but one thing that I am is, Not is, very, is very relatable, okay? Go. You have to understand that I haven't paid for a cell phone in like 20 years. That's relatable how? <laughs> so this is all new for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. It's all new for me. Somebody else just always took care of this. And all for the grandmas me. are clapping. Somebody else just took care of this <laughs> no, for me. I don't like, know. <laughs> I don't I don't know when you say your limit or like go check it, I yeah. legitimately have no idea what you're talking about. So you think on your phone like everything is like endless? Yes. There's zero cap. It should be. It's always been that way before for then me. How do companies make money? Well, I don't. That's not my problem. <laughs> Apparently it is. Bro, oh, come on. <laughs> okay, so. All I know is I can, I can barely use my phone. I tried to, to find nice things that people were saying about me. I mean, I was looking for, uh, sorry, I was looking, I was. I needed to find, there was a recipe, yeah. okay? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I needed to, yeah, directions to like, I don't know, like church or the orphanage or something. I was doing something <laughs> real great with my time. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I can I can barely use my phone. My phone is garbage right now. Like, I don't even want it anymore. Did you get that text that says, hey, you're I got, over. I got no text. What you're allowed, if you want to add yeah. for an additional cost. Right. Reply. I don't know. If Did I you think that, that was spam and delete I, it? Probably. Yeah. I think everything is spam and I delete it. That's why I never get back to you, Maury. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, there's a website, though. Are you goofing on me right now? There's a website I can Rogers. check to find out. If, oh. Will you log into your Rogers account, bro? <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That'll tell me? Do you have the... You probably is, what is it? My, is it my work login or, like, I need no. a personal login? Per- personal login? I got to remember another That's password now? That's how you see now? your bill. What bill? <laughs> Okay. Across the street. Every Who checks sing- bills? Every single month, yeah. right? Like when you get your Rogers bill. Your I Rogers don't get bill a Rogers is, bill. How do you pay for your internet? Bro? I don't know. It just happens. Is this what the, re- the, being the way my is life like? is set up? I think it just it just it just gets paid. I don't know. Do you have a guy? What do you mean? Do I have a guy that takes care of all your bills? Well, I don't know. You I, maybe I have a guy. I don't know if I have a guy. I got so many guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's something I was going to tell you about. Hold on here. Ooh, wedding uh, plans? No, it's not wedding plans. Yeah. Are you kidding Don't me? Don't act so surprised. I know. Sending out the save the date. What's that? When are you sending out the save the date? When we have a date, man. There's a you couple. Still haven't have it no, out a date? no, no, because it's like there's a couple venues that we want to talk to, talk mm-hmm. to, and stuff like this. Ooh. And it's be I, yo, it's gonna be a wild night at the wedding. <sighs> I have a party room. It's 200 bucks. I'm not going to your condo to get married, Maury. <laughs> Hold on. Let's figure this out. We'll be good bros and help you. Um, spring, summer? Summer. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, summer definitely. But also, I don't want to screw somebody's long weekend. Yeah, so we're not going to do a long weekend. Well, no, huh? I don't want to do anything like that. Like, you I want a sa- pretty, Saturday pretty, or Sunday? I'm pretty particular. Or Friday. I don't care, man. I'll get married on a Thursday. I have really, on a Thursday? Like, it really doesn't bother me. Friday, whatever. But when do most people get married? Like on like on a Saturday, right? There's a wedding, that man. I a lot of people, a lot of people get married and. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Long weekend weddings. Yeah, I don't want to do selfish. that. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't what about do Tuesday, July 11th? Tuesday? No, 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 no. Hold on, bro. First of all, I can't make this executive decision without Catherine. Okay, Probably. that's just. Oh, I'm not calling her right now, man. She's busy. This is the worst time of her day. Um, she's scrambling right now. No, I got plans on that day. You got plans on what day? On Tuesday, July. 11th. How do you know what you're doing Tuesday, July 11th next year? It's my boy's birthday. Oh. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. okay. Well that that's under that's understandable. That's you wanna understandable. okay, how about this? I'm free Wednesday the twelfth. You guys want to do Wednesday, Wednesday the twelfth? Wednesday the twelfth. Um, I'm I, I, I'm free Wednesday the twelfth. Well, Wednesdays are good for me. Yeah, Wednesdays Wednesday are 12th. good for you. More, more. You're not even. I don't even know if you know this, but you have oh, to. Oh no, worry. no, it's okay. I'm going with your mom. No, you're not going with my mom. I already talked to my mom. There is no. There, Excuse there, me. I have a call to make. Yeah, there is no. There is nobody allowed to bring Maury as their plus one. I may not even do plus ones. You know that. Oh no! Yeah, really? Yeah. Individual yeah. invites. Yeah. I might. I might do oh, individual sick. invites for individual people. <laughs> oh, that's so oh, sick. So Matthew gets to go, and I don't. Well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> but most likely, yes. But most likely, yes. <laughs> Following my yes. IG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because I don't. I listen. Right. There's some people that I know are going to have more fun, and I don't want to put somebody through the stress of like you know having to find somebody to go with and everything else. And I also, I, I only want people there that I know. Right. Dude, I am way more fun than my husband. You love drunk more. Uh, okay. Okay, so yeah. we can either do Wednesday, yeah. July twelfth. Yeah. If you want to do a Saturday, right. we do Saturday the fifteenth. Mm, sure, I'm. It's fine with me. It's fine with me. But it all depends on the venues, right? Like I got to get these venues. Bro, to call we can me get back. a venue. I got to get these. Like, like Catherine called a couple places. They didn't call her back, and I was like, that's sort of garbage. So then we leave those off the table. No, no, I'm not leaving. Bro, you want to do it at my house in my backyard? I do not want to do it at anybody's house. Do my party room. I don't. Why? I got a big no, backyard. No, I'm not. In the backyard. Not doing it at your house. Too far. Too far. It's not that far. It's far. It's too far. Catherine well, wanted to. Catherine, far. we went and looked at one place that was like pretty far for me. And I was like, just what's like, far? Like, it was like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, that's too far. It's too far, far, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, listen, I'm like, babes. She's like, no, people make a weekend of it. And I'm like, nobody wants to make a weekend out of our wedding. Oh, how about? You have to do it on July 14th. Why? No, no, no. <laughs> National French Friday and National Macaroni and Cheese Day. I'm not, okay, that is not swaying. You think <laughs> I can go to? National Nude Day. Fries, mac and cheese, and naked. You think that I can go to Catherine and say, hey, listen, here's the perfect day for the wedding because it's it's National French Fry Mac and Cheese and Nude Day? And you think she's going to be like, oh, my God, you're right. That's perfect. You know nothing about women, Maury. You know zero. nothing about zero about women. Okay, so yeah, we have either uh, July 12th or July right. 15th. Right. Okay. Okay. That work, those, right. those work for you? Sure. That- yeah. Perfect. Okay. My schedule is yeah. wide open those two days. <laughs> okay. And what days of the week are those? That's a Wednesday or a Saturday. Oh, Jesus. Okay. A you Wednesday. Know, it's going to be a wild night at the wedding. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This article about some people in Vegas, how they have these incredible stacks of just complimentary services huh? at casinos because they just gamble so much. Mm-hmm. That they essentially live at the casino. Because they got to keep you there. They live there. That's their home. Oh, wait. Sorry. Like in the hotel? They live in the hotel. 
all yeah. comped. All comped. Yeah, because Listen, you have to be bro. You like got to be spending. Daytime. I've seen on I think it was A and E or something like that. One of these documentaries. Yeah. Of people who like their job or yeah. how they view their job is get up in the morning. They go to the casino. They play all day. Yeah. And then those winnings help with their mortgage and buy groceries and this and that. And like their job, what they feel is their job is going to the casino to play. So these people don't go home. They have spent so much money Mm -hmm. at the casino that they've stacked room comps to the point of where they don't have to go home. Have they estimated, does this article say how much? No, but then somebody somebody commented on it saying that they go to Vegas Uh once a month for three to seven days. Oh, that's too much. And what what the casinos care about is your, um, uh, the hours that you play Mm -hmm. and your average bet. And Mm -hmm. so this guy was saying that his average hours played are four hours a day and his average bet is $400 per bet. Oh, per hand on what game? I, I guess know. it doesn't I'm matter. Ass- I'm assuming, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. But that's crazy. Roulette, and, 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 but the thing is, it's like these people are like, oh, my God, you get to live at the win for free, right? But I'm like, yeah, but how much are you spending during the day uh-huh. in order to live at the win for free? Exactly. I used to think that you could live at an all-inclusive because when you do the math, right? Yeah. How much does it cost to go to like like a sandals or something like that, oh, right? Two like grand, two grand, right? But that's like flight too, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's say like how like could but you- let's say straight up like stay at a resort like you get a one way ticket. <laughs> this right? is what I'm saying. How much would it cost to live at an all inclusive? Like if you figure like a week. Okay, and, and I'm not saying like five star. Let's go like three and a half, where the food okay. is decent. Okay, buffet, like, right? Like seven grand a right? month, maybe less, because you got to. It's only one flight. No, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking flight. Forget the flight. Okay, right? Yeah. I'm, I want to live at a resort. Right. Right. So hold on here. So, okay. So so let's just say like you can get a package at a resort for like twelve hundred bucks for a week. Yeah. Right. For like a three star. Oh, true. I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what does yeah, that yeah, what does yeah. that work out to? Like. Like forty something hundred bucks a month, oh, right? But everything's included, and yeah, you live yeah. in paradise. Yeah, all that liquor, could, and but all I that just food? yeah. But I just wonder if you actually could, like, if you were like, "Yo, I'm, I'm coming down, and I'm just going to keep re-upping my stay." Like, would that price change, or could you live at an all inclusive? Could you for live like at four an all inclusive, and and to make money, you work at like another all inclusive? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Why not? Work there, right? right? Or work there. Like, would they allow you to? I don't know. I guess if you're paying. Listen, man, I could run aqua aerobics first thing in the morning. I'm up early anyway. Sure. Right? Uh-huh. But I just, I used to wonder if you could do that. Like, the first couple times I went to a resort, because the first time you go to an all-inclusive, it's sort of mind-blowing. You're like, this oh, this, this world exists where, like, you literally you spend no money. Mm-hmm. All they do is give you free alcohol, and there's more food that you could ever eat. And the rooms are decent. It's, it's air paradise. conditioning. And it's paradise, right? Yeah. And uh, and then every week there's just new people, right? Oh, like if you're a player, it's a quick turnover. It's a quick thank you, right? right? Like if yeah. you're a player, like if you're a single guy, whatever. Yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. that's like that's paradise for somebody. Oh yeah. But I, I never got a I never got a firm every answer. weekend. It's fresh faces. Thank you, right? <laughs> I never got a fresh <laughs> answer as to yeah, as look at to. Chef. I'm I actually know. doing the math in his head right now. I know. Like guys, I'm gonna need some time off. <laughs> 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 Six months off. <laughs> yeah. Run this experiment. But I used quick. to wonder. I used to wonder if you could do that. Like, how long could you stay at, at an all inclusive? Like, you guys, you could learn a lot of things too, right? Like, 
All year. All year. Absolutely. All year. You could be a tour guide. Like, who knows what right? you could do, right? You could be the person in charge of, like, the, the zip line. Yeah, or not. Like, if you just, like, if you just saved money and, you you know, you got rid of your place in a city like this that costs an arm and a leg for, for rent, and you were like, screw this, I can work remotely. You can get your bartender license. Right? You wouldn't even have to, though. You wouldn't have to. Like, if you could work remotely... Like, let's say, I don't know what you do. Like, let's say you work for H&R Block, right? You're like, screw this city, right? I'm going down to the Bahamas. <laughs> you know I what I mean? I, I like, why couldn't you? Right? You can't work remotely, Shem. Shush. Not, nah, you would not. Uh, it doesn't work, it doesn't work stop, that way. Stop doing the math, Shem. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So Jamie Lee Curtis is out here uh, making the rounds, promoting the new Halloween movie, which is out on Friday. Mm -hmm. And listen to her tell the other ladies on The View how she really wants to do a Freaky Friday part two with Lindsay Lohan. Mm. And another less freaky movie, but happens to be Freaky Friday. Uh There's been fans um, asked the other day, were you open to doing another, oh, so another Freaky no, Friday conversation. with Lindsay Lohan? And I'm just going to give you the floor if you'd like to pitch Disney now. <laughs> um, I've already written to Disney. My, oh. friends, my, my friends at Disney, I'm in their new Haunted Mansion movie. I do creatively. I'm wide open. So, you know, Lindsay Lohan and me back in a, a, a Freaky yes. Friday, she just made a Christmas movie, I believe, oh. that she got married or she's, ha- you know, it's, like, it's all good. Yes. Bring it. Yes. Let, uh, let me be the grandma. <laughs> let me be the yes. old grandma. That's right. Or. Who has to take care of the This is a sexy grandma. I know. You ain't no old grandma. You're a sexy but, grandma. But so then Lindsay gets to be the sexy grandma yes. who's still, you know, happy with Mark Harmon in all the ways you would be happy with Mark Harmon. Oh, uh, who, whose wife I know very well, Pam. I, I don't mean, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Not like that. Not like that, Not but like, like that. screen versions of yes, that happiness. That's right. And oh. simply, I would like to see Lindsay be the hot grandma, yes. and I would like to see me try to deal with toddlers. <laughs> Today. I want to see that right now. I want to be a helicopter parent yeah, I would watch in that. today's world as an yeah. old lady. Hmm. You're I not into it. Well. No, no, no. Listen, I loved, oh. I loved, free, I loved the original Freaky, Freaky Friday, Friday, too. Freaky Friday was amazing. Because I loved the original with... Uh, who was in the original? Was it Jodie Foster? In Freaky Friday? Yeah, the original Freaky... Because the, the Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan was a remake. It was? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. In 1976, it was Jodie Foster. You didn't have to give the year, Maury. You could have just said it was Jodie Foster. I didn't say what year did that come out. No, I'd like you to know. Oh. How old was Jodie Foster in yeah, that movie? The kid. Yeah. Jodie Foster at one time was a kid? Jodie Foster's been acting since she was like five. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. No idea. But yeah, the original Freaky Friday was no idea. Was, was Jodie Foster as the, as the no, kid. No, Jamie so Lee this, and, um, and Lindsay... That is my Freaky Friday. That's the only Freaky Friday you only know. one I've ever really, known. Really, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, which is why I'm into... I'm into it, too. A sequel. Yeah. It, with this scenario of Jamie Lee Curtis saying... Yeah. It was like, didn't one of them... Like, she's Didn't a she have to, like, perform oh in a God, rock Jody band? Foster's first thing was in 1969. Shamori, stop that, Yo, okay? we're beyond Jodie Foster. <laughs> Come on, now. <laughs> that, that is before I was born. Like, let's be honest, okay? Like, I, I understand. A biographer? Uh, shut up, Maury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. She was in Gunsmoke. 
<laughs> what a gunsmoke com- bonanza oh my god yeah yeah okay so listen that, that like enough about the old retirement show home uh, <laughs> tv shows okay <laughs> anyway Jamie Lee i'm Curtis down i am down i think it'd be great uh, is also down with the yeah. freaky friday sequel the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast have you started all your uh thanksgiving prep we're not doing it this weekend what? No, we're going to do it next weekend. How come? Yeah, because people are away and people got stuff to do oh, and everything else. Okay. Yeah, so we'll do it. Uh, so we'll it's just going to be a regular weekend. regular weekend at home. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to chill. Okay. I uh, will be having it Sunday. Yeah. Very excited. But I did have to make um, Roxy uh, stuffing yesterday because she's doing a potluck at uh, school today. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah, I did stuffing today and gravy. What kind of stuffing? Sausage oh. stuffing. Sausage and bread and all so, them herbs. And you brought some in for all of us no, to try. No, I did not bring anything in today. Too much, too heavy. But you make a little extra for. Yeah, I, I held some back so oh. she could have it for dinner. And now, stuff like when that. you know you, you have to do potluck style, right? yes. Do you know like what the other parents are like? Are the yeah, other kids a, are, yeah, are, are a, bringing what do you, in? What do you call that? Uh, what do you call that thing? A list? No, email. Jeez, man, no, it's a thing where it gets updated that they send you. A list? A Word document? No, it's not a Word document. A Google document. Yeah, maybe a Google. Progress report? No, it's not a progress report. It's uh, the green one. What's the green one? Evernote. What? Evernote. No, not Evernote. Sounds like a Google doc to me or or an Excel sheet. Ah, there we go. There go. There's an an Excel sheet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can see what the other parents are making for the potluck. Yes. So do you then look at that as like a challenge like, this stuffing has to be better than what I know these other parents can make. Uh, no. Uh, what I do is as soon as that note goes out, I go straight to the Google Doc and I just tell them what I'm making. Excel sheet. Excel sheet, yes. And then I tell them what I'm making. Oh, so, okay. Because I don't want to be like I'm making stuffing and then I go and they're like, oh, so-and-so's mom's making stuffing. I don't want to do that. So okay. I sign up immediately and then I... And, then, and you're like, and then, I'm the stuffing guy. I'm the stuffing guy. Yeah, okay. I'm doing stuffing and gravy. No, Y'all but like what I'm whatever. saying is... Do you want your dish to be like the clear winner? Okay, so you don't like hold back because you know it's going to Roxy's school. You know it's going to the to the kids there. Hell no, No, right? You like top notch as if you're cooking for your own family. The last time, the the last time they did potluck, so like pre COVID, right? Yeah, it was same thing. uh, Thanksgiving. And I got to the to the list late, and I saw everything oh, no. was done. Right, all oh, no. the all the stuff was done. All the fixes all were the, taken. Oh, everything was done. Yeah. Right, somebody was doing like turkey and stuffing and like two different kinds of potatoes and everything else. Yeah. And I looked at the list, and I looked at Roxy, and I go, "Hey, you want to bring meatballs to school tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I sent her okay. for Thanksgiving with a giant thing of meatballs, homemade, not though, right? yeah, homemade, not on not on brand. Not on like theme, sure. nothing. No Thanksgiving, nothing. And did you add anything oh, extra bro, just to I make killed, them? I yeah? killed these okay, meatballs. Good, I killed good, them. They good, were the good, big good. hit, right? Good. They were the big so hit. So is that what you're looking for? The the streak always of all, all hits. Always. That's nothing my but the that, hits. nothing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're already like, yo, give me that trophy. That's Dad, it. it's not a competition. <laughs> yes, it is. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Let's go. Blue Jays! Yo, it's going to be hype. Four o'clock game against Seattle. Uh, wild card. Best of three. <sighs> Excited for this. Jays haven't played a playoff home game since 2016. Yeah. So we are super pumped to cheer on the Toronto Blue Jays. Damn it, Maury was down on the field at Rogers Center talking to the voice of the Jays, Buck Martinez. Oh, yeah. Buck. Who we all 
love and adore. And uh, Jay's relief pitcher, Adam Simber. And damn it, Maury, the biggest sports nut that we know. <sighs> asking all the right questions. Using all the right uh, terminology. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, we'll start off with uh, with Buck Martinez here. Oh, yes, it's damn it, Maury and... Buck Martinez here. Oh, on the field at Rogers Center. Do you smell that, Buck? Do you smell what I'm smelling? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm smelling playoff air. Uh-huh. Playoff air. It's good. It's going to be exciting. This is a great place for all of this. How excited are you going to the postseason? It's been a few years, and I think this city and this country is excited. Yeah, it's great because the last couple of years, obviously, we haven't had baseball here for a while, and I think the fans deserve to have a World Series here, and I hopefully that'll happen again. But the last time they were here at home with a full crowd and everything was 2016, so it's been quite a while. Jeez. When you were down there at Rogers Center, was there um, like a different? Can you feel like there was a different energy? Oh, the signage, everything was changed. You yeah. could totally feel it. Yeah. Uh, David Moore talking to uh, Buck Martinez. Of course, we're excited for the postseason, but how is Buck doing? I'm doing great. I've been uh, very fortunate to uh, get some great treatment, get some great doctors, and. Uh, I'm happy to be back. I didn't think that uh, this might be possible after uh, the start of the season, but it's worked out well. It's great to hear him again, though, huh? It is. Like, in, and, in good spirits as and, well? Yeah, and, and he came back, and then, then he gets to do postseason ball. Like, everything. Just, God, such a good story. We're going to, you know, on the Rosamoco show, this is where dreams are made of. I would love for you to judge me doing the Buck Martinez catchphrase. Well, I'm sure I can do that. Somebody hits a home run and get up, ball, get up, ball, get out of here. That's pretty good. All you do is you miss swinging a drive. Oh, that's the intro. Because he can't hit a home run until he swings, right? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed right now. Swinging a drive. Get up. Get up. Get out of here. There you go. Right on the money. Good job. I mean, it doesn't sound like he was really impressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan Mori uh, talking to Jay's relief pitcher, Adam Simber now. A lot of sports people save something sports. for the playoffs <laughs> only. Sports. Do you have playoff sports underwear people. or something good luck that you're going to use going into this postseason matchup i think everybody has like a superstitious thing that they start at the beginning of the year you find something that works for me like i've got one glove i've used all year um in the past if like i kind of go on a little cold streak i'll change the glove up um i put my left cleat on first every single day huh can i interrupt you, yeah, what do you got? i'm so sorry i gotta ask what what's a cleat <laughs> what's the cleat what, uh these guys the spikes oh the spikes on the bottom yeah. of the shoe oh. yeah <laughs> i don't okay i don't know I just call them, like, golf thingies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you got metal spikes so you got to put on every day. You're going to slip around out there. Yeah. Okay. Anything else thing. that is, like, a superstition to you? I think pasta for pregame every day is kind oh. of a handful of us have that. So Like mac and cheese? We got marinara, like, oh. and noodles. Oh, oh so good. Oh. We have a bunch of crazy food in there you can eat, but I think when you find one that works for you you just kind of write it out and we don't have a problem eating it every day imagine that just pasta every single day there's such a part there's a still a part of more where i think that you're still six yeah uh, like mac and cheese yeah because when somebody <laughs> says pasta who when somebody says uh yeah pasta who goes mac and cheese yeah nobody imme- says that i immediately think like veal or chicken parm spaghetti and meatballs, meatballs. yeah, like drenched in sauce yes when somebody goes pasta who says mac and cheese <laughs> no mac and cheese is mac and cheese <laughs> we are going into i guess the first time since 2016 that there's been a crowd here to watch postseason at Rogers Center. How are you going to hype people up? How are you going to get them excited for the game? I mean, I hope just 
being able to to win the ball game will hype you guys up or just playing well. No offense, you are not hyping me up right now. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. I mean, my job is to go out there and get outs, and yes. hopefully getting outs hypes you guys up. Yes. But beyond that, I'm going to try to stay within myself. You sound really unsure right now. <laughs> oh, my God. This team is capable, that's for certain. Can I help you out? Can I be, We've got this. We're going to do it. Like something like that. We got this. We're going to do it. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> way to give the guy the confidence like, it, it that he needs. It goes the other way. Like, we're supposed to hype him. Yeah, totally. Right? He's, he's, it's not his job to hype us. He already has I'm a paying job to be on the there. field. <laughs> I know, but it's not his oh job to God. hype us. He doesn't start the wave. Go right? Jays go. Game time is at 4 o'clock. Rogers Center. Yes. 4 o'clock yes. Eastern, by the yes. way, against Seattle Mariners. Go Jays go! If you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, did you capture it? The pitch. Swing it a line drive. Base hit into left field. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. delivers in the 10th. Or just let it slip. Podcast. I was watching the uh, footage from last night's Padres Dodgers game. Yeah. National League uh, best of five series. And everything should be a best of seven. Let's just get it out of the way. I these, agree. These best of three and best of five. Like, I it's know. so stupid. Um, so a goose flew onto the field. Oh, no. And wouldn't leave. <laughs> it's so goose, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, They're painting everybody's ass. And the uh, the announcers, when the goose flew onto the field, at first they were getting killed on Twitter because it was a goose and they called it a duck. Oh, yeah. That's so, right? Good. You so, all the bird peoples was like, you yo. You can't miss species like that. Yeah. Right? Like that's clearly a cool. goose. Yeah. Not a duck. Father are feathered from here. Ducks are very aggressive. I don't know if you know that. I don't. They're very aggressive. And we're going to keep on playing. <laughs> if the Dodgers come back and win this, I mean, they're going to have a rally be the, duck. The, the rally duck, rally foul. The, the crowd was going crazy <laughs> when they showed him on the big screen. Look at that thing. <laughs> that is not a small mallard either. Right? So okay. the goose flies onto the field, and it's like right field, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And pauses the game for a little bit. It's the eighth inning. There's two outs. And the Dodgers are down 5-3. Dodgers, spoiler alert, Dodgers end up losing the game 5-3. Gotcha. Right? Um, so the field crew were trying their best to get a hold of the Goose. <laughs> and, of course, the crowd is on Team Goose. Yeah, of course. Right? Because they go to get the Goose, and the crowd is cheering for the Goose. The Goose, like, yeah, gets up. Man. Right and flies a little bit, and the crowd goes nuts. You think it was a, the goose at a home run? Yeah, I love right? it. The crowd's I going nuts. Yeah, and then lands back on the field, and the field crew were trying to get over to the goose, and this happens. So the crowd's cheering for the goose, and this is the music playing in the background throughout the stadium. Right, 
two people get close enough to the goose. Yeah. And the crowd is booing because Good. they throw a towel on top Come of the goose, on. scoop it up, and yeah. toss it into a recycling bin. What? <laughs> it was a blue recycling bin. Come on now. That's no way to treat a goose. <laughs> they carry it off the field. But the crowd was like so into it, cheering for the goose. Man, you know and how then far you hear, that goose just flew to? And then you right? hear the boos once the goose was caught. Towel on the goose? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Team goose all the way. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that poor little goose. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. JJ, hello. Welcome to uh, Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm great. How are you? Good. What's on your mind today? My boyfriend of four years just moved out with his son. Your boyfriend of four years just up and moved out with his son? Yep. Wow. You wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, he said that he has grown in the relationship, but now needs to grow individually. He moved in with his parents. I'm not sure if we're still together or not. He wants to redefine our relationship, like stay together, but still be single. Before he left seven weeks ago, he asked me to purchase a trip that we could go on. I put it on my credit card. It is a big trip. Do I find someone else to go on that trip with me or still take him? It's in February. Wow, there's a lot going on here, girl. Lots. Yeah. So have you had any communication with him whatsoever in the past seven yeah. weeks? So like every week, but the story will always change. Like first it was, okay, we're done, you know, we're not going back. And then um then and the next week he's like, I never said we're, you know, completely done. We're just, you know, trying to, you know, um re get to know each other again and I'm not sure what that means because we've been together for four years, so I don't know. What was the reason he gave you for for leaving? So he says that he needs to work with himself individually. So mm, um, in the relationship, we've grown, and he said, I've always relied on you. So now he's like, you know, enough, and I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but, like, I own my own house. I own my own car, my motorcycle. I have three boys. Like, I have three jobs. Like, I, I'm really living my best life. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that. So he's like, I want to get my own place, and I want to, you know, focus on my son, and I want to get a degree, and I want to go to the gym. Like, so he's saying that he has to do that outside of me. Because he thinks you're holding him back. I guess. Yeah. Um, first of all, when guys say, uh, like, you, you, you know, I need to work on myself or I need to grow as an individual, it's lies, right? They're avoiding telling the <laughs> truth. Mm-hmm. And and I think that the the one thing that, that, that men in particular have a very difficult time with in situations like this, because he, he probably still cares for you. But the one thing that is very difficult to say is, uh, I don't love you anymore. Right. And and oftentimes the, you know, I can't love somebody because I don't love myself and all of that stuff that people say. Right. All the lines. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're exactly that. Right. They're they're lines. And I, I think it's it, I think it's unfair to you to after four years of you sort of opening up your life and your home for him to then sit around and, and, and leave and go, we're going to start over, but we have to do things by my my way, my rules. Right. I think oh. it's just it's so incredibly unfair for you. And to me, what it sounds like is that he doesn't know what he wants, but he part of him, the majority of the time, doesn't want you. Um, and he just doesn't have the balls to tell you. Right. 
but he still says that he wants to go on this trip. Like, he's like, you know, we can still do well, things Yeah, together. of course he does. Who doesn't want to go on vacation? You're still going to have sex with him, yeah. too, right? Like, why not go yeah. on vacation, have a little bit of sex, and, yeah. like, it's all good? And you pay for the whole thing. Yeah. I always, in situations like this, I always go to, the like, the worst possible place and feel like this guy, he, you know, knows that you're always going to be there, so you are his, like, safety, but he also wants to go out there being a single dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he still right. wants to get together with other women and potentially find someone new to date. But, like, in the meantime, he knows that he's got you to come back to and that you will take him back and go on a vacation with him and, you know, have all this all this fun time with. Right. And then right. as soon as he finds someone that he feels he can build a relationship with, he, like, will never talk to you again. Right. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you get together with somebody and... You know, they're they're sort of a shell of who they were. Maybe they came out of a bad relationship, all this stuff. And then they meet somebody great like you. And mm-hmm. during the four years, they sort of rebuild, right? Yeah. And they build a little bit of confidence. And they're like, oh, my God, I haven't felt normal in a real long time, whatever normal feels like. But now I'm starting to feel normal. And, like, I'm coming out of my shell. And, my God, life is like I can, I'm actually optimistic and positive for the first time, right? And they don't attribute any of that to you. But what they do want to do is they want to take all that new confidence and test it out in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And so all mm-hmm. sort of your hard work and patience. Yeah. Somebody else gets to reap the benefits. Right. Right. Uh, that happens quite frequently. But and I think the other thing, too, JJ, is the fact that you said that you have three kids. Yourself, yeah. Right. So, like, you also got to think about their feelings and what this is going to do do to them. And, like, what questions, I don't know how old they are, but, like, what questions they may have. And I think that, you know, it's fair for that guy, for your your boyfriend or ex, whatever he is to you. Um, He has a son himself, and he's got to think about his son. Yeah. He Mm -hmm. said that his son is resilient and he'll be fine. He'll move on. Even like Thanksgiving, he was supposed to come over for dinner and and he never called and showed up nothing. Yeah. Don't, don't, you got no time for that in your life, girl. Like no time. I I would just, I, I, the the thing that, you know, you need to remind him is that you're a lot of things, but the one thing you're not is a woman who's going to move backwards. You're moving, you're moving forward and you're either moving forward with him as a couple or you're moving forward without him. But you are not, you are not going to move backwards for him. Right. Thank you. My vote is forward without him. Yep. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that helps, JJ. It did. Thank you so much. Okay, right, love. You take care. Have an awesome day. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I was reading this story. I don't think people like car manufacturers are going to get in on this, but they're testing it in some cars uh, in New York right now. Pillows? No. Oh, sorry. Um, limiting your vehicle speed yeah. to the speed limit zone that you are currently in using like gps tracking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if you're on the highway and the speed limit's 100 Mm -hmm. and you're trying to clock 120 or 130 or 140 Mm -hmm. the gps will trigger the car and your accelerator will stop working Mm -hmm. until your car slows down to the speed limit Mm -hmm. and then on your way i don't i mean there's a now Here's the thing, though. There is a slight override on it where if you need to speed up to change lanes or merge, anything like that. But the override is only activated for like 15 seconds and then it goes back in. So they're testing this on government vehicles in New York City right now. Um, Again, they're not pushing to force car manufacturers to do this. And Mm -hmm. I don't think any car manufacturer would even think of touching this tech. 
technology? No, the, the, the luxury brands have too much of a hold on, on everything. Um, I've always been fascinated, and I got into an argument one time with somebody. You getting into an argument with surprise, someone? Surprise. No. Yeah, because I was Come I was on. always I was, I was always fascinated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let the pearls go, Shem, okay? <laughs> I was always fascinated with the, the fact that it, it it is legal to sell a civilian like a supercar that'll do like 350,000 kilometers an hour. Like how are you even allowed to sell that? Like nowhere on earth is it legal to drive that at, yeah. at its intended okay. speed. And also anytime we talk about this, you always get the people that text in. Do not text us telling us about the Autobahn in Germany. No, I, no, I, no. We don't live there. Yeah, I, I don't care about that. Um, but it's, it's, it's crazy to me that you are allowed to sell those cars yeah. uh, to people because like they're not intended for anything other than going extremely fast and i understand the aesthetics of a car like everybody sure. loves a hot looking car right like yeah. uh, we're visual people and we like things that have you know nice curves and, and like the, the aesthetics matter of a car but does it have to do like 400 kilometers an hour like i never understood that i never understood how it was legal to manufacture and sell something to somebody where it you cannot use it at, for its intended purpose um, and, and they just leave it up to the individual. Like, it's just your choice, I guess, at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't, do I, I don't want anybody to have that kind of control, but I don't hate the idea of something like that in some way, because we are all moving over. Eventually everybody's going to be driving EV cars. Yeah. Everybody's going to be driving EV cars and we seem fine right now with what Tesla can do with a car. Sure. You know, and it wouldn't, I don't think that it's going to be as big of a problem as maybe you think it would be. Like if Tesla turned around and said, you know, we will allow these cars to go like 20 kilometers over any speed limit. I don't know if it would hurt Tesla sales. Oh, no, absolutely I really don't not. think it no, would. No, 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 no. And then so what? So what's and to stop every other manufacturer? All the other manufacturers are going to kind of like fall in line exactly. and then we'll all be in the exact same space. Correct. Fair playing field. Correct. But, uh, this is... Uh, it's tech that's that's happening right now. They're testing it in New York with government vehicles, a handful yeah. of government vehicles, where GPS will track where the car is, what the speed limit is, and limit that vehicle to that speed limit. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready? Of course, brother. <laughs> Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Kanye West talking to. Uh, um, Tucker Carlson last night. Mm -hmm. They seem to get along real well. Uh, Kanye talking about the inspiration behind that uh, controversial White Lives Matter t-shirt, in case you're wondering. I, did, I do certain things from a feeling. I like, I just, I just channel the energy. It just feels right. It's using a gut instinct, a connection with God, and just brilliance. You know, my dad is an educated um, ex-Black Panther, and he put a text to me today. He said, white lives matter, ha, 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 ha. And I said, I thought the shirt was a funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just, just a Black man stating the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and... So the answer to why I wrote 
White Lives Matter on a shirt is because they do. That's the obvious thing. He just said everything Tucker Carlson needed him to say, huh? Big time. You know what I mean? The right quotes. Like. <laughs> All the right quotes. Uh, after the T-shirts, Adidas released a statement uh, saying, after repeated efforts to privately resolve the situation, we have taken the decision to place the partnership that they have with Kanye under review. We will continue to co-manage the current product during this period, to which Kanye replied to them on social media saying, F Adidas, I am Adidas. Adidas raped and stole my designs. Wow. Uh, and then further on in that Tucker Carlson, an interview, um, Lizzo came up, who Kanye uh, has a lot of opinions about Lizzo and her weight, uh, although he claims to be very good friends with her. Here's Kanye and Lizzo. Now let's talk about Gabby and my good friend Lizzo. Lizzo works with my trainer, a friend of mine, Harley Pasternak. Harley, Harley Pasternak. When Lizzo like, loses 10 pounds and announces it, the bots, uh, that's a term for... Uh, People like it's like telemarketer call, callers right. like we know. on Thanks. Instagram. Thanks, Kanye. They attack her for losing weight because the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is the new goal when it's actually unhealthy. Yes. Let's get aside the fact of whether it's fashion and vogue, which it's not. Let's let's just or if someone thinks it's attractive, to each his own. It's actually clinically unhealthy and for people to to promote that it's a it's demonic it's a genocide of the black race they want to kill us in any way they can said everything you needed to say for tucker carlson huh chef oh yeah. <laughs> that's how i feel whenever Kanye west speaks nowadays said can't said it all the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast um the new mario trailer dropped and i know there was a lot of controversy because one everybody just gets all day everybody goes in on uh i was gonna say everybody goes down but everybody goes in on chris pratt uh people just hate the guy Mm -hmm. and a lot of people love him but they just a lot of people hate him and then the the big controversy was was chris pratt gonna do an italian accent when he does mario for the mario movie cartoon Mm -hmm. and then he had said no and everybody's like oh okay cool but i was like but mario has an italian accent man it's me mario thank you so here is you tell me when when we when mario's talking okay so the first voice jack black by the way plays bowser okay in the new super mario movie which comes out in april by the way so you're gonna hear bowser's voice first Mm -hmm. and then later on you're gonna hear mario's voice Behold, the king of the Koopas! I finally found it. Now who's gonna stop me? What is this place? Do not touch that mushroom, you'll die! Oh, I'm sorry. That one's perfectly fine. Come on, Mario! Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. So, he sort of, they sort of gave him like a New York accent, so yeah. it's not really an Italian accent, no. but like... When you watch the, uh, the trailer, yeah, I get the sense it's very much in line... Like, the animation, it looks very much like Wreck-It Ralph style. Love it. Okay. Right? Which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I am yeah. looking forward to this movie. I feel like this is going to be one of those movies where 
Chris Pratt's character gets sucked in or yeah gets sucked into a video game mm-hmm. gets sucked into super mario and mm-hmm. he then becomes mario but doing his normal mm-hmm. voice that's what i think it's gonna happen that's the only way you can explain super mario not having an italian accent so he's playing he's a guy playing the character and they yes. just use his eye gotcha. right like a jumanji I, style you get I sucked got, into okay. the game okay i got gotcha. you maybe right? that's okay. what i think all right may happen i don't know if it will but yeah are you more you're a huge mario fan what do you think of this so far i think it looks fantastic you do huh yeah, it looks i, I wonder if it's going to bring back some nostalgia and maybe they'll re-release like you know some of the original you can play the original. We have all the original Mario's yeah. on no, Switch. No, like the original set, the original whatever you call it. Gear. Well, you, don't, you don't need the original. You can buy. You can buy replica of the old Nintendo thing. No, for, they have. You can for buy them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Look at yeah. that. Yeah, I suck at Mario. I played it for the first time last year. Really? In my life. Really? Yeah, I'd I never played Mario before. Oh my god, I'd never played Mario before. Jenna is my wife. Yeah. the best. Really? Yeah, huh? she smokes Girls that love game. Mario. Girls were always better at guys than oh Mario. Gay God. husbands don't. My husband she says it's the biggest <laughs> turnoff ever. Oh, watching you play video games. When I do that, he's like, yeah. he's like, he goes, "This is disgusting." Oh wow! Oh, wow. Get, I get turned on with Catherine. When I see Catherine play Mario, it sort of turns me on. Oh, what if I? What, what would? Mario, shut up! Me. You're not. No, no, Mario, stop it! What are you doing? Why are you gonna do that? I'm talking like something beautiful I do with my wife. Yeah. Right. And, and now go- I'm curious. No, I don't need you to insert yourself into my possible well, lovemaking. Too late. Okay. We wow. <laughs> I said too late before you said lovemaking. <laughs> yeah. Just for the record. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, there's weird. all sorts of wrong and yeah. it's very weird. <laughs> okay. Stay off the mushroom. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm going to refrain. I'm going to watch the way I phrase this because this turned into a whole thing yesterday, and I don't want it to turn into a whole thing again today. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Gentlemen, I did it again. With? So the Globe and Mail's bestseller list just came out today. Mm-hmm. Top three at number three, Live Wire, Kelly Ripa. Uh-huh. At number two, The Myth of Normal, Gabor Matei and Daniel Matei. And at number one, yeah, a little bit broken by Roz Weston. Yay! Oh, okay. Yes, we did it. Yes, no, we did not do oh, it. Yeah. Did it again, oh, everybody. Look what we did. Two look, Vegas trips, guys. Look what we did. Oh. We spent together collectively promoting a little bit broken collectively we promoted the book signing a wild night at the bookstore we get more residuals no. we no. signed autographs no. we met with the fans that Funny. helped make this book what it is we did it together Shem, you wanted a trip to vegas guess what Penthouse Suite at Aria. Yeah. Dan Murray, uh, Hermes Blanket. Hermes Blanket. Guess what? Two. Oh, blue no. and red. I was talking about a range, but you know what? Forget the new Range Rover. I'm going to go and buy a, a Tesla as, um, Excuse me. Cybertruck. Excuse I'm me. I'm going to get the Cybertruck. You can't even. Listen. What's 25% each? Please. 
Please. All we got to do, guys, is now just sit back and watch the money roll in. Oh, we Number did one good. bestsellers. We did it, guys. Uh, yes, we us. We did it. Right. Yes. Oh, Ross is buying breakfast for all of us. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Mocha. We also good job, Maury. We also good job, Shem. Oh, High fives. Yeah, I love you guys. Shem, Taylor, Maury. Oh, you guys wow. are great. Good job, guys. You know, even though, listen, Deepa's on vacation. Yeah. She's not oh, here yeah. right now. Oh, but guess yeah, what? Yeah, no, but guess what? Yeah. When she gets back, because of all this celebration yeah. of all of our accomplishments, Deepa gets to go on another vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a text from Deepa. We, we, got a text from Deepa. we yeah. did it. What Roz, what do you say? want with what, your, what your half? Say? What did Deepa say? Deepa says, oh my God, we won. Oh, sh- <laughs> Yay! <laughs> 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 You guys are the worst. I love you all, though. Ross, what are you going to do with your bit? Stop, well, obviously nothing now. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I, uh, via, not, train, via train ticket to Montreal. There's not a lot left. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is writing her memoir uh, and promises to be a no-holds-barred story. Now, let's see in the press release. How far into the press release, Jim, do you think she mentions Tupac? Oh, no. Uh, the press release says, First quote, line. Jada reveals her unconventional upbringing in Baltimore uh-huh. from the child of two addicts to a promising theater student student, and a violent interlude as a petty drug dealer, followed by a parallel rise to stardom alongside her close friend Tupac, oh. then falling in love and marrying Will Smith uh-huh. and the joyous embrace of motherhood. So Tupac getting credit in the press release before, before her husband Will, Will Smith. Damn, well, you're going to have a bad day on Twitter, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> the memes are going to be incredible. Oh, on. oh, that's so tough. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, hey, can we play this uh, quickly? Uh, there was a guy that turned his cat, his neighbor's cat's meow into a remix. We don't get a lot of remixes. It's really like a 2016 kind of thing when everything got remixed. Yeah. Um, but this is a guy who, I guess, his uh, his neighbor's cat, um, has a unique meow, and so this is what he did. kitty has got stories. thinking, Maury, that uh, this Madonna coming out as gay thing is a little overblown seeing as how... Very much Hasn't so. Madonna dated women since, like, the 90s? Uh, yeah, and also, this is a TikTok trend that so many people are already doing. Okay. First of all. But uh, also, like, she's been making out with women since I was in diapers. Like, I'm I'm looking at the reaction of people being like, oh my god, Madonna, come out. But these, to me, are people who don't understand Madonna. Am they I, don't like, know Madonna's you know, history? You know I mean? Like, it's... To, I watch this going, okay... Like, this is just, to me, it's just more Madonna. Like, Madonna also, has done this kind of thing a million times. Also, she looked 
Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second because I don't want to go too, too hard on Madonna's looks. Um, but I do want to. <laughs> so she basically, if you saw the video, Mocha, mm -hmm. it's Madonna standing in a bathroom and her bathroom. The, her bathroom and the the and on the bottom of the screen, it just reads, if I miss, I'm gay. Okay. And then she goes to throw a pair of pink underpants into a trash can mm -hmm. and she misses. And then she's like, whatever, I'm gay like that. And then she walks away. Right. So, so it's like, the trend oh, is so like be people who are already gay. Yes. Do this where you throw like a piece of paper in an obviously close trash can <laughs> right and you're of course you're gonna get in but they purposely miss being like oh my god i guess i'm gay right like that's the that's the thing okay and so madonna did it she just jumped on a twitter trend for god's yeah. sake right like madonna has been madonna like i don't think that like if there's any pop star out there who like i think that we get her sexuality as being you know either Ooh. at times gay bi fluid whatever i think it's madonna Mm -hmm. Right, like I, I, I maybe I'm so wrong. People maybe freaking I'm out? wrong. No, no, no. Everybody's like, oh. everybody's like, well, oh my god, yeah, but they are freaking like, out. Oh, she finally out. came out, and I'm oh. like, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Lorraine Kelly, who's a uh, popular uh, uh, talk show host in the UK on ITV, um, looked at the video. She had something to say about the way that Madonna looked. I think that she called her uh, she a boiled egg. I believe it was. <laughs> well, I, is that actually Madonna? I don't recognize her. Honestly, what she done to her? She was so beautiful. Why, why, why do women do this to themselves? She's, she doesn't look as if she's, she's got a boiled egg. She doesn't look like she's got any features. I don't, I'm cross because I really like her. I really do. I don't understand what yeah. she's doing there. I'm not sure what that's all about. As you say, we're talking about it. Therefore, that was probably what it was nice. all about. <laughs> More Italian over there. Because I, I, <laughs> she, look, she, she wasn't all made up. Mm -hmm. She was like, like, she looked, kind of scary but she's still beautiful to me okay but now i'm picturing a boiled egg right okay so here is because I, I, I watched the video because i was like what's everybody talking about one the, the whole gay thing but two like her, her, looks? her looks yeah um not that long ago when kim kardashian did the cover of that magazine she bleached her eyebrows where mm -hmm. you could barely see them and it did it, she was unrecognizable yeah like you you forget how much eyebrows really tie a face together much like a throw rug right yeah. eyebrows really tie the face together and madonna in that video has no eyebrows and if you remove your eyebrows everyone kind of looks like marilyn manson and it's very yes sure. it's very off-putting when you see somebody, especially Madonna, who it's a face that we're just so used to seeing. And Madonna's eyebrows were iconic, mm -hmm. like iconic. Jeff and so Black. to see Madonna Sculpted. with no eyebrows, she does sort of look like a boiled so egg. Wait, she, it doesn't even look like her. On purpose, like uh, get rid of her eyebrows or just yeah, over yeah, time yeah. it's happened? No, 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 no it's, just, it's a look. It's a look. It's a, I think she put some honors because they're then in, in the next um, Instagram story, she yeah. was all great. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, because you can put stuff on them and remove them. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. like, like, totally, totally. Like, like, it's like a, like you can, like, I don't even know, like glue, kind of glue. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And then you make up over top of it, one. and then, yeah. and then. But it's not, it's not the surgery. It's not anything else. We all know what Madonna looks like. We're all used to it by now. It's just the fact that people don't look like people when they don't have like, they don't have eyebrows. Like you, it, you don't look like you. We should shave ours to see what we look. Hell like. Hell no. Not no it. Way. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. No, if anyone, Mocha with those bushy eyebrows. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. You, you got a Yo, beard. Why are you coming at me for? I thought we were supposed to be yeah, inclusive here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Right? Come along, man. Yeah. <laughs> Mori looks like a poached egg. <laughs> <laughs>
No, you know when you boil an egg, you gotta and you gotta take all the uh, the shell off. Yeah. But then like bits of it are still yeah. stuck, yeah. so that by the end of it, the egg looks like it's been destroyed. Yeah. Just like full of holes and gaps. Yeah. No more. It looks yeah, like, yeah. No more. It looks like a runny egg, like covered in hollandaise. Oh God. It's the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh there was a woman. Oh my God. So. Scams still happen and people still fall for scams. I Somebody almost got me last week. I was in a rush mm-hmm. and I get a text on my phone that said, uh, uh, hey, uh, I'm running late, but I'll send you your money once I get back into the city. And were you like, okay. Uh, right? I think I got the same one last yeah. week. And I wrote them back and I was like, hey, I don't know who you are. I was like, I don't know who you are, but this wasn't for me. Like nobody I know owes yeah. me money. Right. And then they didn't write back at all. And then I realized, oh, my God, that was a total scam. And I'm like, what a great scam. Right. This what a I great got. scam. Just like you. It says uh, just waking up to go into the office. I will send you the money. OK. Uh, I will send you the money soon. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, somebody owes me money. This is Mori would totally fall for this. But there was a woman in Japan who just fell for a scam. And it was one of these scams where she was talking to a guy and this guy said that he was in love with her and that, you know, he wanted to travel to meet her and it was going to cost money. And that's how they get you. Right. Mm -hmm. She gave this guy over thirty thousand dollars. So she was in Japan. He claimed to be Russian. Uh But not only did he claim to be Russian. He claimed to be a cosmonaut living on the space station and needed money to get back to Earth. Hold on, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, man. You mean to tell me without this yes. woman's money, there was no way he was getting back to Earth? Like Russia was never going to bring him back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she fell for it and sent him, uh, oh, no. yeah, yeah, just over $30,000. Wait, but what was the thirty grand for? Yeah, rocket like, costs. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Duh, stupid me. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. <laughs> uh, speaking of phones, so everybody's freaking out because these new iPhone 14s are like amazing. Uh, the one feature that they have is crash detection, and this can tell if you've been in an accident, and it will automatically call 911 on your behalf. It's wonderful. It's great. I love it, it is great, uh, except for the fact that people are bringing their phones on roller coasters, and your phone is calling 911. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah. a real problem. So what happens? It calls 911. And then the cops show up to your location? Cops have gone to Six Flags in Chicago. Cops have shown up to Kings Island near Cincinnati. Yes. Police are being called. And I imagine that when it goes through, the only thing the 911 operator hears is screams. (laughs) Multiple screams. Multiple screams. So what's the solution? Uh, They say, I mean, you know that eventually the AI will become better and these things will stop happening. And I don't think that they even anticipated this. But the one thing that they're asking people to do as a quick fix is before you get onto a roller coaster, they want you to put your phone in airplane mode. Ain't nobody gonna do no, that. I'm not gonna remember that. No. Please. Right? So also, that don't you leave your phone with the person holding your jacket at the bottom anyway? Uh what? Usually like they hold your purse, they hold Who's your phone. They? The person too afraid to go on the roller coaster. <laughs> Because oh. we all have that, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> so with the Mori of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. People bring their phones, man. People have them in their hands yeah. when they go on roller coasters. Yeah, it's I do. Crazy. It's in my pocket. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so the new iPhone is calling 911 when people are on roller coasters, especially oh, when damn. it goes through like a corkscrew, yeah. because that tells the phone that you not only have you been in an accident, but you flipped 
Yeah, you're tumbling right, down. You're, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man, Apple. Y'all gotta fix that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh uh, man, just about everybody in Hollywood came out to uh uh talk smack about Kanye West this weekend, rightfully oh, so. So Kanye, I don't even know what the hell, man. Jack Antonoff called him a bitch. Um so Kanye goes on Twitter. First of all, his Instagram and Twitter and everything else has been restricted because of uh, his uh, anti-Semitic uh, tweet where he said that he was going to go death con three on Jewish people. So uh, first off, here is Jamie Lee Curtis, the legendary Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, speaking with the Today Show. They break it all down. Kanye West tweeted um, on uh, just recently, and I, I'll read his. It was yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday morning. He wrote, I woke up to this. Yeah, this is what he said, in case people don't know. I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going death con three on Jewish people. And then he goes on to say, the funny thing is, I can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew also. You guys have... T- anyway, he goes on. You saw that tweet, and you responded immediately saying this. Also, on October 9th, the holiest day in Judaism was last week. Words matter. A threat to Jewish people ended once in genocide. Your words hurt and incite violence. You are a father. Please stop. I burst into tears. I woke up and burst into tears. DEFCON 3 on Jewish people? What are you doing? This is, it's, it's, I mean, it's bad enough that fascism is on the rise around the world, but on Twitter, on a, on a portal to pour that in, as if Jewish people haven't had it hard enough, yeah. as if Asian people, I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once is a movie about... Yeah. An immigrant Asian family. I mean, if Asian people haven't had enough, I mean, it was just abhorrent. Mm-hmm. It's abhorrent. I've interviewed you a number so of times. Many times. I have never seen your eyes well up oh, in I'm anger sorry. like that. I literally, yeah, I woke up that. and was, I thought, my grandparents? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's just abhorrent. Yeah. It's abhorrent behavior. I hope he gets help. I hope his children get mm-hmm. help from him. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's terrible. Yeah. So that was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, John Tony Curtis is Jewish, by the way. Yeah. And uh, uh, John Legend said, uh, weird how all these free independent thinkers always land at the same old anti-blackness and anti-Semitism. Uh, Sarah Silverman, who, I mean, she's getting dragged through everything right now. Is she? Uh, yeah, because she has a very sketchy past of mm-hmm. using words in her comedy and everything else, right? Uh, Elon Musk, however, the guy who's apparently still buying Twitter, um, he went on Twitter and said that he actually had a conversation uh, with Kanye, said, uh, talk to Ye today and expressed my concerns about his recent tweet, which I think he took to heart. Um, by the way, when Kanye wrote Death Con 3, I'm, he's so stupid. Um, he was referring no to thing no, that he, exists. no, he was referring to DEFCON, D-E-F-C-O-N, not DEFCON. Yeah, which, DEFCON does not exist. DEFCON exists. Yeah, and there are levels to indicate the intensity of a national security threat. And so when he said, I'm going DEFCON 3, I think that he thought that that was like super high. But like the way that actual DEFCON works is like five is low and one is high. Like he just has no idea what he's talking about. Um, so anyway, that is what everybody was freaking out about, if you, uh, Kanye, over the um, weekend. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. And here comes Neil deGrasse Tyson to ruin everything again. So mm. Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Super scientist. Mm. Okay. Like Love he, him. Oh, come on. He's what such he a buzzkill. He's such a buzzkill. So he goes on Twitter and says this. 
late to the party, but in this year's Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise's character ejects from a hypersonic plane that was doing 10 point, Mach 10.5 before oh, it crashed. It took him a while to get there, but he did it. He survived with no injuries. Yeah. At that airspeed, his body would splatter like a chainmail glove swatting a worm. Just saying. He goes on to say, at supersonic speeds, air cannot smoothly part for you. You must pierce it, which largely accounts for the difference in fuselage design between subsonic and supersonic planes. He goes on to say, when Maverick ejected at Mach 10.5, he was going 7,000 miles per hour, giving him 400 million joules of kinetic energy, the explosive power of 100 kilograms of TNT, a situation that human physiology is not designed to survive so no maverick does not walk away from this he would be dead very dead blah 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 science 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 (laughs) shut up neil tyson thank you why can't we just enjoy the movie thank you thank you i mean i get and also he's maverick okay right thank you he could do that stuff because guess what he did it right he goes on to suck it he goes on to say in this year's, he goes on. He goes There's on. more. He goes on to say, in this year's Top Gun Maverick, they dangerously fly under the radar through a narrow, winding canyon to destroy target, avoiding multiple uh, banks of surface-to-air missiles. But why not first take out the missile banks? Could they then not fly daredevil maneuvers? Just saying. I'm thinking watching movies with this guy would be the worst. Oh, it'd be the worst. Doing everything. The worst. You know what? You know what he. You know what it's like with him. But only he knows so much about so many things. Like he's so smart, right? Mm-hmm. And you like, can't argue with him. You, you would just not enjoy anything in life because you ever. You ever watch like something, right? That's like a. It's like a comedy, right? Like you're watching a comedy. It's a romantic comedy, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But you're watching it with like a real car guy, right? And then in the romantic comedy that has nothing to do with cars. Like the guy picks up the girl and they jump in the convertible and they slam it down and they speed off into the sunset. And then the guy beside you goes, that 67 didn't have that muffler. You would do that, You know what I mean? No, I wouldn't do that. I don't ruin movies like that. Like he's just, he knows too much about everything, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like he's becoming not fun. Now that I think about it, though, that thing about taking out the missiles first before going into the canyon. I'm not saying he's not right. Like, that part is right. Okay, okay. Also, also, here's the thing, right? Just use drones. That's what everybody does, right? Yeah. Just use drones. But you can't do that because it's Top Gun. They got to fly their way in, The movie in, would be right? done in five minutes. It would be done in five minutes. It would like, be called Top Gun Drone. It sh- right. It should, be called, it should be called, you know, Drone Run Obama, right? Because he knows what he was doing, yeah, right? Yeah. We, we got the drones for it. Just go in and do it. I you also love it. I also love in Top Gun that everything has to be so safe and you can't offend anyone. Did you notice in Top Gun Maverick, they never named who the enemy was? Oh yeah, no. Right? No. No you country can't do that. no countries attributed to Absolutely it. Absolutely not. It was not. just the no. enemy. Yeah. There was no like country associated with no. it or a group associated with it. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, the yeah. enemy, right? Hmm. Anyway. Neil Tyson DeGrasse does make yeah. a good point though. I know he does. <laughs> He's I know so he does. He's so smart. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, uh, the legendary Angela Lansbury passed away. Mm-hmm. Died peacefully in her sleep yesterday morning. Uh, 96 years old. A life, though, five man. days away from her 97th birthday. Best known for Murder, She Wrote, which made her at that time one of the richest women in the history of television. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah, I was reading something where uh, she, by, because uh, they had done, like, hold on here. Where's that number that I saw? Like hundreds of episodes? Murder, she wrote. Oh, like 
200 plus episodes wow. of Murder She Wrote. That's a great career just for one TV show. Yeah. So hold on here. There was. It's a staggering number of episodes. It's like 250-something episodes that she did of this one show. It was like mm. 12 seasons. 264 episodes of Murder, wow. She Wrote. incredible. And um, 12 full seasons, and she quickly became executive producer, and her salary was at $200,000 an episode. So do the math on that. That's like almost $60 million. Good for her. Good for her. She also, I found out, um, in like the 60s. So they were living in California, she and her family. And I guess like her daughter got mixed up with Charles Manson. What? And her daughter was like using Angela's credit card to buy like Charles Manson and like the Manson family cult, like gifts and stuff like this, like to like groceries and whatnot. Really? And then she at that time had a real bad feeling about who these people were that her daughter was getting mixed up in. Yeah. And she packed up her two kids and left Los Angeles and moved back to Ireland and didn't work for like two years because she's like, I need to focus on these kids. Like I've been just like absent working too hard for too long and so she got her family out of there and then like a year later is when the manson murders happened wow. crazy right yeah like saved her daughter from the manson family for god's oh, sake r.i.p angela lansbury yeah um nominated for 18 emmy awards angela lansbury uh won zero Come what? on now, Aww, right? Come on. Really? After all those years all that time, and how beloved she was, Murder, She Wrote, 18 Emmys, you win none. Uh, she did win five Tonys, though, and uh, did get an honorary Oscar in 2013. Uh, so, honorary? That, that ain't know, the same, though. I know. Yo, she was Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. She was, yes. Right. Mrs. Potts. You're Come right. On now. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Disney is pushing back the release dates of several of its Marvel movies, including Blade and Deadpool 3. So, uh, Yo, and they just announced Deadpool know, 3 like bro, a couple weeks I ago, know. right? So Deadpool now goes from September 2024 uh-huh. to November 2024. Fantastic Four is moving from November 2024 to February 2025. Avengers Secret Wars is moving from November 2025 to May 2026. (laughs) And uh, Avengers The Kang Dynasty uh, is still scheduled for May 2025, but that means... Um, Weren't we supposed to get the two of them like in the same year or something? Yeah, that there will now be a year in between the two Avengers movies instead of six months. So it was supposed to be six months, but now it's going to be... Uh, a full year. Do they give a reason as to yeah because the for all these yeah projects? because Blade. So apparently they lost their director for Blade, and then so they had to oh. they have to they had to pause production on Blade, which then every because in the MCU everything's tied together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when one gets really really behind schedule, it messes everything up. Like you can't start releasing movies ahead of other ones out so of the timeline order. You can't do it. Yeah, doesn't work that way. And it way. sucks that Blade is kind of like the first in line. Like, it just so happens yes. that it's the first in line for yeah. all of these movies to make sense. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.